the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. And now let's join Larry and Dr. Mark for a special two-hour live broadcast from the 10th Annual Florida Association of Accountable Care at the Hilton Bonnet Creek Walt Disney World. Now let's go poolside with Larry and Dr. Mark. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, but we are not in the studio, Larry. We are not, Dr. Mark. We are a poolside at the yeah. uh, Cigna Hilton Bonnet Creek, and yeah. it's going to be two hours of stuff we've never done before. How cool is this? Uh, it's, I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty excited. What could possibly go wrong? We have a tent overhead, so a little light rain, that'd be okay. But I'm going to let you introduce our yeah. sponsors today. Yeah. Well, we are at the Florida Association of Accountable Care Organizations, 10th anniversary uh, this represents almost every major health care player in value-based care, Dr. Mark, in nice. Florida. And we even have people here all the way from California. That's like on the West Coast. We have over 400 uh, registrants wow. at the show 400 now. people. Yeah, ten, 400 ten year people. anniversary, so it's, a, real, it's a big, big deal, yeah. big deal. And we're going to talk to our sponsors for the show. Right. And then we're going to interview Nicole Bradbury, who's the founder and CEO of Flacco's. Okay, great. Okay. I don't think I've ever had this many people watch us when I we know, do this. This is, this is pretty, pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah, pretty exciting. Pretty cool. Hi to all you guys. Yep. All right. Staying dry out there? It's all good? All right. We'll introduce our sponsor. And, and just so everybody knows, we may get some background noise because this is a party, but uh, it'll be good. We need we need a little music in the background, right. Jim. I That's think right. I think that will make okay. the show better. That almost yeah. works. Absolutely. But anyway, Dr. Mark, uh, Jim Bland, who is the CEO of Seniors Home Services out of Annapolis, Maryland, is our sponsor tonight. And with him, Jim, why don't you introduce your physician partner with you tonight? You know, our partner is uh, Dr. Kevin Corville. Yep. He is the founder of one of the technologies we use with yep. our remote patient monitoring yep. system, uh, which is called Pulsario. Mm-hmm. Pulsario. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Yep. Our Thanks pleasure. for taking the, uh, taking the yeah. trip. No worries. And, and, Jim, tell us a little bit about Senior Home Services. Seniors Home Services is a nationwide company. We provide anything and everything that families and seniors need for being able to keep their seniors in their homes for as long as possible. This includes any okay. type of home modification technologies. Mm-hmm. We actually have the ability to provide this beautiful tablet okay. to yep. seniors as nice. part of our program. Mm-hmm. And Medicare pays for a lot of our products and services. Right. Yep. So we're just a complete full-service yep. entity okay. in being able to help someone age in place, yep. stay in their home. We have technologies that can also help families understand 
what may be going on yeah. in the home right. without okay. any okay. cameras taking place yep. or anything like that. So we really yeah. are. We know our website, seniorshomeandservices.com, explains a lot of and that. And you're out of Annapolis, Maryland, right? Yes, we're headquartered okay. in Great. Annapolis. Okay, good. Now, you what know, is your reach geographically in, in your services? Uh, anywhere in the United States that we have a cell service or an Internet connection. That's a pretty good reach. Pretty good reach. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Well, these are things we talk about a lot. We talk, we about, talk about home monitoring a great yep. deal yep. and the idea that that in hospital and nursing home care is just yep. not effective. It's not cost effective. So that's great. Yep. I, I think it's a, a yep. I'm sure it's been a great space to be in. How long? Yep. How long? You know, been we've been in business almost three years. Mm-hmm. And um, our goal is, like I said, to keep somebody in their home, let them be cared for in their home. Mm-hmm. They, you know, yes, somebody, people have to have the institutional yep. living, but people, 97% of Americans want to stay in their homes. Right. We give them the yep. ability to do so yep. and for families to have the peace of mind and knowing they're okay. Oh, absolutely. No, that's that's a, a, a game changer yeah. for game sure. Changer. And I'm sure Without it's a very doubt. gratifying yeah. way to way to operate. And so. you know, Doctor Mark, we talk all the time about the cash register starts ringing when you hit the ER, right? And then it's a full blown fifty seventy five thousand dollar bill, and everything you do helps us avoid that, Jim. And we appreciate yeah, that. No, well, thank it, you, it, thank yeah, you. It's it all about keeping them out of the yeah. hospital. And keeping yeah. them out of yeah. long-term care unless yeah. they absolutely need it. Uh-huh. Well, I've got to ask the doctor yeah, the question Corville. for me. Yeah. Like, so for what, what's your background? I'm an interventional cardiologist that also do heart failure and transplantation. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a technological standpoint, we started about 10 years ago mm-hmm. being uh, really trying to be forward-thinking about the future of healthcare and its transition into telemedicine, telemonitoring, mm-hmm. and the future beyond that, which is mm-hmm. a completely virtual platform, right. which is mm-hmm. where we live, where we have technology using biosensors off the chest. Excellent. Basically, anything you can do in a hospital yeah. bed except a mechanical <clears throat> ventilator, we can do with the comfort and convenience of your home, Right, and it all fits into a dynamic environment that is completely yeah. virtual. Um, so this is the future yeah. of medicine. You can be yeah, absolutely. cared for absolutely. in your home. Do you have yeah, a website? What, yeah, what, yeah, what is your website? Hit it up again. Yeah. Uh, seniorshomeservices.com. Okay. And there every, you can learn all about our different products and Fantastic. services. We also have a complete network of care consultants throughout the United okay. States. So we can come in and meet with the family, meet with mm-hmm. the senior, go through all the different right. technologies and yep. services. And then our partnership with, with Dr. Corville, with mm-hmm. the Pulsario system, falls into the complete management of the patient right. and monitoring yep. of the patient in their home so we can provide the best yep. level of care, yep. keep them out of the hospital, drive Absolutely. down expenses yep. that, that yep. Medicare experiences and that families experience. I mean, and, and that's that's why Medicare covers this, right? And Medicare is, is, is saving money by covering yep. these services. Absolutely. So I think I, I say that just so the listeners know that, yep. you know, this isn't another another business, right? This is something that, that saves money, yep. and it's going to it's gonna make itself survive. So you definitely want to look into it and see what yep. services that you, you qualify yep. for. So, well, you know, absolutely. you guys are here at Flacco's. How are you enjoying the conference? And tell us a little bit about what you how you feel about how it's been the last couple of days. You know, it has been fabulous. Okay. The, the feedback yep. that we're getting from the audience is tremendous. They're spending a lot of time at our booth. They're having a lot of fun going Great. through the tablet that we provide. Mm-hmm. They're right. having a lot of fun yep. learning about Poserio. And what they really love is the fact that we can prevent falls. One of our products is 35% documented reduction in falls. Pulserio, the ability to go ahead and reduce hospital readmissions on cardiac patients down to 1% is amazing compared to what normally takes place. Mm -hmm. So the accountable care organizations that we're talking to and Mm -hmm. the practitioners love the fact that we can drive down 
costs while improving patient care. Absolutely. It's all about access at times. And utilizing the services provided by SHS Seniors Home Services in Pulsario has been a great marriage because whenever you can talk about the, you know, fun fact would be, you know, you can take all forms of, of cancers, both solid tumor and, and blood, blood tumors, and add them all together. And the cost of that does, is not even a portion of the cost of congestive heart failure right. to a Medicare population. Right. So the ability to keep them at home, not going to the hospital, utilization of systems that Seniors Home Services has to actually improve the quality of your care, sure, sure. that marriage enables people to stay home, stay healthy, stay happy, Quality of life scores all go up on our system. Uh, Hospitalization all drops down. Cost reduction is there. And the ability to connect to family is a a very important thing when you're talking about longevity of the technology utilization. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people Mm -hmm. get on the technology, kind of fall away from it and jump off. But when you have that family helping to say, you know, Mom, we love you. We want you to keep doing this because I can watch you. I can help. I can be there, be a part of your life. I might be in California. Mom might be in Florida or, you know, South Louisiana. South Louisiana can't use technology. But anyway, (laughs) there will be somewhere else. We're we're pretty close. There's a lot of LSU fans out here. I'm not sure the people in Louisiana would appreciate you saying (laughs) that. Well, I'm from Louisiana. That's why Uh, I can say that. I are a Cajun. There you go. Yeah. Very good. Well, no. listen, we really appreciate you guys sponsoring and being here at Flacco's. This is your first year here, right? It is our first yeah. year, yeah. and we plan to yeah. be back next year. Well, oh, we're, fantastic. Well, we're going to have you back on the show towards the end of the show as well, but we do appreciate it and hope you're enjoying the conference. Larry, thank you so thank much. You. It's our pleasure to be great. here. No, great to okay. meet you. Great to meet you, gentlemen. Thank you so much, guys. Great. Yep. Now, Larry, they're going to be back next year. That's their plan, and we're just hoping That's not right. to get thrown out. That's I mean, right. So it's, it's a whole different vibe here. Well, we've done 150 shows, and we're still on the air. So That's true. That's I guess true. there's something good. Yeah, but we've never been yeah. this close to a yeah. swimming pool, That's so that's right. kind of different. But, you know, now I want to introduce Nicole Bradbury, who's the founder and CEO of Flacos. She did, I used to call it Flacos, and you didn't like it. It said, this is not flaky, So, but the Florida Association. She trained me right, by the way. She's our leader's. Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. Talk about the theme and the flavor of the conference this year. Oh, my goodness. Well, the biggest theme is it's our 10th anniversary. And so, you know, we've done some special stuff because of that, this radio show included, right? Yes, yes. Probably the healthcare themes have been AI, have been kind of retail moving into healthcare, have been... uh, you specialists, how can we bring specialists yep. more in? Value-based right. care has been all over the place. I mean, value-based hair, yeah. care is definitely yeah. on the yeah. map yeah. growing. Yeah. And, you know, we showed the su- success metrics yeah. this morning. What did we yeah. save? Almost $700 million yeah. this year. Yeah, right. And the diversity of all the different vendors that are here in healthcare, it's phenomenal, Nicole. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think they really get value out of this conference yeah. because, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, the premise of this conference yeah. is how do we become friends? How do we become colleagues? Mm-hmm. How do we become not competitive? Yeah. And how do we make fee-for-service the enemy? Yeah. Right. How did it start? Like, 10 years ago, what what got this going? So, you know, I was at um, a national meeting, Mm -hmm. and all of these guys were there, too. I think most of you guys were there. At NACOs. At NACOs. Uh We were all running ACOs. Yep. Um, I had a business. In particular, I founded a business managing ACOs. I had my own ACO, plus I was managing about 10 ACOs around the country. And I thought, oh, my God, we have this amazing um, market in Florida that's yeah. unique. Yes. It's very physician-led. How do I go to all these folks yeah. who are, you know, rock stars doing it too, leading leading this entrepreneurial 
um, push yep. on value-based yep. healthcare. Larry yep. was one of those guys. Mm -hmm. um, the rest of the board is the rest of them, and we just yep. came together and said, let's do this thing, and it's been amazing every year. And, you know, Dr. Mark, what's interesting, eight of our original board members are still part of Flacco's. No, that's great. Yeah. That, yeah. That's fantastic. But Nicole's been a great leader, and, I mean, just by the f over 400 attendees, right. kind oh, of yeah. pre-pandemic, just, just says where how far. But one other thing I'd like for you to talk about, Nicole, is, why, what's important that Flacos brings to healthcare? Well, I think we create a forum and we create, we create a platform for value-based care in particular. You know, there's yeah. um, healthcare and there's lots of healthcare conferences. There's not any other conference other than the one national one we talked about right, right. that's really focused on value-based healthcare. And even right, that national right. entity yeah. is very hospital-based. And I think Flake. Flacco. Oh, almost, oh I no! I can't believe uh, you just did that. That's all, Larry. Larry <laughs> that was all, Larry. See what I've done to you, Nicole. I know, I know. How did I do that? But but we are uniquely the only one that's focused on independent, entrepreneurial, right. physician-led right. ACOs. Yeah. And everything we do is all about preserving and protecting the independent practice. Right. Exactly. No, exactly. the synergy between yeah. our, our yeah. show and our group <clears throat> and what you do yeah. is is absolutely direct. Yeah. I would I would ask you to comment on you know. Healthcare, I don't want to call them fads, but they kind of are fads, have come and gone ever since HMOs, right? Yep. So how do we – this this value-based care side of things, and, and especially the new step with the ACOs, is definitely holding holding water. What, what do you see the future? Well, it has to hold water because, yep. you know, what are we now, 20% of GDP? Yes. Um, that's right. You know, yep, right. we can't keep yep. moving that way. Right, Otherwise, right, healthcare right. will that's become right. unaffordable. And so, and already, I think, I can't remember who made the point, maybe it was you the other night that said half of all healthcare is already kind of government sponsored. Well, we talk about yeah, that all we the do. time, Dr. Absolutely. Mark. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's and right. that's actually yeah. not a good trend. You no, know, we no. want it to be Single more payer system, and it's taxpayers. Yeah. Yes, and it's yeah. never efficient, yeah. it's never the best. That's right. And that's so, right. you know, we are yeah. kind of the holdout that's going to hopefully yeah. drive better outcomes. Yeah. In a capitalist system yeah. right. that does it well yeah. and engages patients. No, it, it and absolutely. I mean, I mean, we're we're on both on this side, and we see how much sense it makes. But we've also been involved in other models that have not worked. Right. So no, I'm also very optimistic about about what we have going forward. Yeah. And can't thank you enough for yeah. having us here. This is it's really this a, a is fun great, opportunity Nicole. for all of us. Yep, yeah. Thank you. This thank is awesome. You. And, uh, you and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Come back and see us. Things okay. start to slow down, you know? Okay. Yeah. All right, so we have another guest. Yes. Sheila Fusay is one of the original board members of Flacos. Flacos. Uh, and, no, uh, now it's going to be the whole night. I know it is. Nicole started a trend. I'm, I'm just going to drive it. Uh, Sheila so has an incredible background, Dr. Martin. Let's yes. let her tell you about it. Welcome, Sheila. Yeah. Hi, thank you mm -hmm. for having me. So, following on with what Nicole said, value based care is, is really critical. And so I spent the first half of my career in banking, and then when the Affordable Health Care Act came out, I suddenly realized the opportunity in value-based care because it really paid physicians for outcomes that aligned to what everybody was looking for, better yeah. care, better outcomes. And so I left Connecticut, moved to Florida, right. and started one of the yeah. very first ACOs. One of the very first advanced payment ACOs, That's if right. I recall. That's right. That was first advanced right. payment yeah. and yeah. ACOs. And so yeah. I've been in the value-based care space since Larry, as long as yep. you and, mm -hmm. and the rest of the board have, yep. because nice. I really believed in being able yep. to change health care for the better and really be able to reduce the cost at the same yep. time improving outcomes. And so I spent the first half in focusing on Medicare and commercial, mm -hmm. really starting a couple companies and, yep. and launching that and working in that space, yep. and then nine years consulting. 
And then what happened was just recently, I was approached to start uh, really looking at how to solve pediatrics and bring value-based yep. care into pediatrics. Yep. So. I was hired four months ago to wow. start Huddle Modern Pediatrics, okay. and so I'm the founder and CEO of that. So Very talk nice. about what the challenges are there, uh, Sheila. So the challenge is that today, yeah. one out of every two children are born insured by Medicaid or CHIP. Mm -hmm. And so that number is much higher than I realized. Yeah. And, and I really realized that that's a real problem because... Yeah. Access is an issue for those kids. Absolutely, absolutely. Without it's probably the, the number one issue, <clears throat> at, you know, issue that they that they yeah. face is just being able to get the care, get to the care yeah. at the hours you can allow. Yeah. And just yeah. for our listeners, and we talk about Medicare, we talk about Medicaid, and the big difference is that Medicaid is partially su supported by the national government and then by the other part by the state government. By the state, yeah. And most importantly, I'd say, Larry, is mm -hmm. it pays out about half what about medic 60 percent yeah. of medic so, well you know so, the other thing is dr mark being a pediatric surgeon for 25 years he understands this medicaid game as well as anybody we've worked on this for over his, his yeah, entire career it's, it's been yeah. it's, it's been a challenge so yeah. you're looking at a space that really hasn't been looked at and and i yeah. i applaud you for that yeah. and it's going to be it's going to be interesting because as we were just saying to nicole this is the model that makes sense that can stand so it, it should make sense that we're we're in a different environment in Medicaid, but they've always lived in that environment. So, the, you know, this is a, another way to make that more more survivable. And when you think about access to care today, and and so first, I just want to clarify that that Huddle Modern Pediatrics is really looking at all kids, but creating a care model that is inclusive of right. those who are on Medicaid. Right. Because you need to build a right. single care yeah. model for pediatricians, yeah. because pediatricians aren't looking at what the insurance type is. No, and and to be fair, yeah. we talked about this before is we that have. that they have yeah. mixed you, you have those models where they have a certain amount of primary care that is going to be commercial and then they limit the amount of medicaid they see and it's not because they're cruel it's because they're trying to keep the Economics. lights on exactly. yeah so yeah. if we can give them a better way to to keep the lights yeah. on all, all the power is, is right where you need yeah. to be well exactly. Sheila, it's, so I, it's staggering that 80 million people in america are on medicaid yeah the number is very it's very staggering. high very high. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to it's going to be an interesting yeah. month. So you just started so, that four months ago. So four months so ago. So pretty exciting. Very exciting. And and the, and the two real objectives is one care redesign, because when you think about senior and you think about you know what's happened for primary care disruptors, we've brought in access and convenience for the senior population and commercial, but nobody right. has really looked at that for pediatrics no. on, a, on, a, on a large scale. So no, that's what it, I'll be is. doing is, is providing that 24 seven kind of wraparound right. service through technology and a value-based care platform right. for pediatricians and for kids and parents and caregivers. And then really the contracting and value-based care to be able to improve the reimbursement for pediatricians. I mean, I think you're gonna get a lot of buy-in because this is a, yep. a broken model and Without you know looking for for something to fix it and we sort of yeah. dabble in these ideas as we see what's happened in medicare and to see we were just talking the other day about medicare advantage plans and it's like well how, how do you do a medicaid advantage plan and right. i don't want you to give away any any secrets here <laughs> or but, take but you can you can really see yep. ways where we can make this work much better and good luck i mean this well, is fantastic thank you. and that's it and by being able to take the financial and operational side away from the pediatrician so that I can manage so can that take part. Care of patients. They can spend there more you time go. going back to the joy of medicine yes. and doing what they love to do. So awesome. Well, thank thanks you for joining the for show, Sheila. Thanks, Glad Sheila. to have you. All right. Thank okay. you. And our next guest is David Klebonis.
David, hey, David. is the chief operating officer of one of the most successful ACOs in the country, Palm Beach ACO down in the South. Florida. Excellent. Good to have David, you here. Welcome oh, to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. How are you enjoying the meeting so far? Oh, having a great time. Uh, these are the best. The, the ability to network and, and get tangible experience of, of how to get the job done at yeah. world class. Yeah. Nice, nice. Very so good. tell us about Palm Beach ACO, David. Oh, man. So uh, 100% physician-owned and operated. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you think of Don Berwick mm-hmm. and when he created the program, I like yep. to think that he thought of Palm Beach ACO when he created right. it. So independent physicians – I don't know that they would still be independent if it wasn't for ACOs. Exactly. They understand that if they do a better job for the patient, that's a way for them to secure their income, you know, have incentive to go above and beyond and continue their business model as independent physicians. But it's been a fun ride. You know, we started off as, you know, only about 100 practices. And, you know, now we're over 600 practices all over the state. So uh, how many covered lives are you looking at now? <clears throat> oh my goodness! So it's about. I was going to ask math problems, but no, no. So it's uh, it's going to be around 125,000 Medicare lives nice. for yeah. 2024 yep. uh, under the MSSP. Another 20,000 ACO reach, uh, 200,000 commercial mm-hmm. lives. So yeah. So, so David, what's the secret well, of Palm Beach's ACO success? Uh, you know, it's David. We got the best <laughs> physicians. So yeah. there you, go. you know, they go above and beyond. You know, I use the term. But your physicians are engaged. Right, or you kick them out if they're not. (laughs) Yes, Uh, (laughs) you know sometimes you know the committees are 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 vicious. You know they they understand that maybe a physician's not trying hard or they're not putting the same effort, and they say this doctor has to go. But uh, for the most part, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Have you seen? Like the ages of your physicians, I mean, is it more the senior crowd that got into this in the beginning and they've been stuck with it? Or are you still seeing influx of, of new residents as they come into, the, into practice? You're absolutely right. So the, the number of physicians that are over 55 is, is most. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, I feel like yeah. if, if we don't do something as Flacco's, you yeah. know, with, with your yeah. help, yeah. you know, independent physicians are going to yeah. be a dying breed. So we, we need right. to attract they are. independent physicians yeah. from residencies yeah. that – if you open your own practice, it'll be the highest quality, most prestigious, and highest paid per hour yeah. business. But if we don't get the word out, yeah. it'll it's tough. be the zero. But, but I'll tell you, you know, so that's my, my other side of life here is the medical school side. And we, as a nation, don't do an adequate job yeah. of letting yeah. doctors know literally how they get their jobs and how they yeah. get their paychecks. Yeah, David, I don't know so if that's I really told you, good. Dr. Mark gave up his pediatric practice about a year and a half ago, and he's dean of the FSU College of Medicine today. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Here at the Orlando yeah. campus. I don't run the whole state or anything. Right. I don't want right. to right. – since this gets out, this is such a widely listened to place, you know. I don't want, but, <laughs> but, you uh, know, but let me mention one thing. You know, when you talk about physicians coming into private practice – you know, 70% of physicians that are graduating are joining health systems or the large private equity. And that doesn't leave a whole lot for independent right. physicians. And there's so many reasons. Dr. Mark, you and I have talked about this so many times. But you're right. I think value-based and ACOs are their only, their only light at the end of the tunnel, David. What do you think? I think your your pulse yeah. on the, the business is tremendous. I couldn't think of more important work, so congratulations. Yeah. Okay. It, it gives me goosebumps that you're actually working on that. Let us know how we can yeah. help. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I think you're going to be part of the answer because at the, at the end of the day, it's getting the word out. And so it, in, in your county, you're going to sort of be able to track where your docs are coming from, whether wherever they're going. If they're going to hospital systems yeah. or going to any, any private equity groups, you'll know where they're coming from, and you'll know who you need to target because most of the residents – 45 to 65% of them stay local. 
So you start talking to the residency programs and let them know, you know, quite frankly, you know what it's like? It's like the military recruiters who are fantastic, but the, cert, the, the doctors and the students, they don't know what the opportunities are until you come and tell them. So that's something just to think about. Um, I mean, I'm sure people would give you access just to say, this is what this is like. I mean, we, we do talk about employment models, but man, they've got a lot going on yeah. in medical school and residency, and they, they really need a, a booster like as they're getting near the end of their residency. Well, keep up the good work. We've yeah. got 2,000 providers, and let us know yeah. how we can help. Well, All David, right, you know, you, you've been a real leader on our board for many years, and we do appreciate everything you do for Flacco's. Well trained by you, my friend. But Thank thanks you. for joining the show. Uh, thanks, All right, David. Sir. We'll talk appreciate soon. Appreciate it. Dr. Mark, we've got one of our key no, uh, sponsors today for Flacco's Credo. Carm Huntress, the CEO and founder of Credo, is here. You got yeah. it? And they are Did we get it right? You guys got it right. Oh, my gosh. They are a major sponsor of Flacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are getting points right now. I love this. Yeah, yeah. You know, guys, it's so cool. I have. I don't know if I've ever been on the radio, so this is about the coolest thing ever. You know, quick side story. I grew up listening to NPR and the news from Lake Webagon. Yes. If you remember that. And Garrison Keillor. And so for me, like, this is like my moment of fame right now. No, that's exciting. This is my Garrison well, Keeler. Let me say, tell you. So we got Pete in the back here running, right. running the show. Our yeah, producer. that, that, that yeah. warmed his heart. I'm warmed sure. his heart. Oh, yeah, I feel, I feel like a real celebrity right but now. But, you I know, love this two guy. and a half years ago, Mark and I had never been on the radio either. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got, I got to start somewhere. So this <laughs> is my moment. I love this. That's Thanks, right. guys. Very but great tell to us here. a little bit about Credo. Yeah, for sure. So Credo is really um, focused on value-based care providers. Uh, who are taking care of, you know, Medicare populations. Um, you know, they could be ACOs or Medicare Advantage. And w- the first thing we do for providers is digitalize the medical record retrieval process. So mm-hmm. believe it or not, tonight, uh, you know, today, guys, there are 9 billion pages of faxes still in healthcare per oh year. Can God. you believe that? Can you that's, believe that statistic? That's, incredible. that's, that's just a few yeah, pieces of Hopefully paper. Hopefully most of them are e-fax, Carm. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, we, we're, we're still moving around, around yeah. a lot of paper. Yeah. It's about $126 billion of cost per year wow. in the U.S. in terms of medical and record administrative, management. Yep. Yep. Administrative, administrative cost. Yep. So this is a big systemic problem. Yep. And I think we've all got stories of, hey, I, I went to my provider. They didn't have my records. Yep. Um, my doctor's been trying to get my records, and I can't go in for my appointment yep. until they get yep. you know, they get my records from sure. my previous doctor or my specialist. And so the first thing we do is we help providers who are taking front you know, desk staff or care coordinators right. Right. And spending time chasing records, we think that's not a good use of their time. Yeah, it's so. not, you know, if, yeah. especially if they're clinically trained, right? And they're patient right. facing yep. to get them in. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a good use of time. So the first thing to do is we walk into those clinics and we digitalize that process, and we do that through um, new legislation that's come out called TEFCA, which is creating okay. a national interoperability network. So right. this is the thing we've all hoped for for the last twenty years, okay. where we have enough electronic health record data where I can just go out and get all your medical record data and get it to your doctor before an appointment. So we go and get all that data. Today, for a a Medicare member, we actually get 1,000 pages of history on an average Medicare member. And then what we're doing is... It's a lot of faxes. It's a lot of faxes. But in this case, it's all coming digital. Sure, sure. And what we do is we use AI and machine learning and and risk adjusters to go through that data before the appointment to create a summarized document, which... 
brings together all their diagnostic history. So yep. what conditions do they have? What's the progression of those diseases? What's their, the status? What their level of need? What yep. their level yep. of need is? And that yep. summarized report we then send to the doctor before the appointment or present it during intake or during the mm -hmm. encounter. And we have some neat ways we're integrating with the the EHR. We just mm -hmm. announced a major partnership with Vim. Okay. Um, and we'll present that to, to the doctor. So we, our real mission is to, to, if you think about it, we're trying to create that best first appointment with yeah. that patient, yeah. right? Okay. So it's an incredible experience. Yeah. Your doctor knows your history, knows what's going on for you, and then you get better taken care of, right? Your, your, your conditions are better understood, and if there's any gaps, we help close gaps. And so it's a huge benefit. We've grown very fast. The company's only two years old, and we're, yeah. we're already one of your best sponsors, so right. we're excited yeah. to be here, yeah. and this is a great event. So, so what's funny. your experience here at Flacco's? This I is gotta, your I first gotta, year, right? This is my first year. Yeah. Look, okay. I love the, the community feel here. This is so different. You know, I was at Health uh, two weeks ago in Vegas at the, the Las Vegas Convention Center. Okay. You know, I think it was 12,000 people. Wow, um, this is too this, big. It's just it's too big. big. It's starting huge. to feel like right. hymns. You can't, and you can't see anybody. You can't see. You couldn't right. see the far end yeah. of the, the conference yeah. hall. And so yeah. what I do, what I really like here is that this is small. It's intimate. Yeah. You can have thoughtful conversations. Uh, and you get to, to hang out with people and just, just talk about value-based care in a really intimate way. And everybody's dedicated to yeah. it. And there's a lot of people here trying to make, uh, make a difference. Um, so, you know, it's been a pleasure to be here and, yep. and uh, excited to be on the show. So well, thank, thank you, guys. you so much for your sponsor. Hey, Thanks for coming on the show. Congratulations on the first yep. radio show. Yep. You did great. I did great. No, you were awesome. You were yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I, I had my Gar yeah, Garrison you're, Keeler you're, moment. You're I feel friend. like I've done it. So right. thank you, guys. All right. Enjoy the night. Thanks great sponsor, Carl. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, guys. Dr. Mark, we've yes, really sir. got a treat here. Dr. Farzad Mastashari, who is a dear friend. I've heard you say his name many yes, times. Yes, Dr. Mastashari was at ONC at HHS mm -hmm. for a number of years. That's where he and I met. Right. And then he went out and started a massive organization called Alibade. Alibade. Welcome, Dr. Mastashari. I haven't seen you in about three years. I know. It's good yeah. to be back. So tell us what's going on with Alibade. We are yeah. continuing to do our mission, which mm -hmm. is uh, work with independent primary care practices of all kinds from you know, what solo docs to mm -hmm. multi-specialty clinics to federally qualified health centers mm -hmm. uh, to help them make that transition to value-based care across yeah. all their patient panels. Right. So right. traditional Medicare, Medicare Advantage, right. commercial as yeah. well. And how many ACOs do you have around the country now? Well, we have a lot. We are in yeah. 45 states. Right. We are right. the largest uh, network of independent primary care practices. Yeah. We are getting very consistent results okay. from every one of our cohorts we nice. have now. And you just we signed a, a big contract practices. with Humana, correct? Ten-year yeah. deal with Humana. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, we that. had 1,000 practices last year, yeah. mm -hmm. and we added 450 yeah. new practices yeah. for this year. So yeah. um, we are uh, doing what we can to be of use. Yeah, so cool. I'll, I'll ask you sort of the same question about the, the positions in, in the groups. I mean, are we, are we aging out? Are we bringing in new young positions? And, and you know, based on what you got to say, well, what do we do next? Yeah, we, we, I was just meeting with a, uh, with, a, with a doc who was hospital employed, didn't like it. Yep. We helped her set up her own practice. Nice. Wow. Right. We have yeah, we've a done training some of that program. As well. yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. a training program. Yeah. We have 20 family medicine residents. One of them just got placed with one of our Mississippi rural wow. practices. Okay. Nice. Very so, nice. So uh, I think that the promise and the future for independent practice is actually stronger than ever in a value-based world. In a fee-for-service world, you're disadvantaged. You know that. You need After a Larry course, Jones. You can't do of it. Course. You can't do it. You need a Larry yeah. Jones to yeah. go toe-to-toe -to -toe yeah. with the payers, right? right. Yeah. But in a value-based world, you are the best 
secret. Yes. Best kept yes. secret is independent practice yeah. is more successful in value-based care than all the hospitals and health systems combined. Let right. me tell Dr. Mark a little quick story. The way I met uh, Farzad is when he was at the ONC and they were doing meaningful use, they were looking at HIEs and all. I went up and had a meeting with him one time, and we spent a couple of hours in his office. Mm -hmm. But then when he left the ONC, he calls me and he says, I'm leaving, I'm going to Brookings. And she says, will you work with me at Brookings for a little right, while? Right, right. So we did that. In we fact, wrote I an article. We did the first national ACO webinar That's in correct. the country for Brookings, did for we not? Physician-led yeah, ACOs. Physician-led ACOs. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There was this belief yeah. that yeah. ACOs meant you have to have a hospital. Yeah. And that never made sense never to made me. Never made sense. Never yeah. made sense yeah. to me. Right. Because the people yeah. who can benefit the most are stay people out of the hospital. Yeah. stay out of the hospital. Yeah, and we've reduced exactly. hospitalizations yeah. by 17%. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the You've conflict, well. right? I mean, that, that's the conflict. Yeah. If, if you are with an organization that's key to survival is to keep you out of the hospital, you're you're not a hospital. That's right. Right? That's not who's in that game. Well, one you know? day, you one know? day I hope. Right, yeah. One well, day I hope. Yeah. We, can, well, we can. Well, but I'm just saying the ones with the hospital aren't looking to be in that yeah. place, right? Yeah, that, so, Mark, so let me mention Those have been issue. the results. Yes. And along with Dr. Mastashari, we've got Andrew Chang, who is not only one of our Flacos board members, but market president for Allidade here in Florida. Oh, great. As well yeah. as Georgia and South Georgia Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. 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 Hund 135 yeah. practice locations in Florida yeah. that yeah. we partner and with. Growing uh, every day. Yeah. We have about 40 in Georgia and about okay. 20 in South Carolina. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I mean, that's really encouraging because we, we do. We talk every day about numbers and what how it looks like in the nation. Yeah. And to hear you guys are growing and you're, yeah. you're, you're supporting these these docs it's going to keep them in we're, the market we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send well we just sent right we got the check from medicare and right. we sent the checks out within five days yep. Yep. They the have vast been. majority wow. of, the, of the cash yep. is in yep. the accounts we have uh paid over 200 million dollars to community primary care That's programs incredible. in the past yep. week yep. That, yeah. that, and yeah, we two hundred million about well, keeping the lights on. Community phone. primary care. Yeah. While I've got you on the phone, let me, let's talk about FQHCs for a minute. No phone, man. We're live. We're by the pool. Yeah. While I've got you on the air, let's talk about FQHCs Love for a em. minute. Tell me what's going on in that arena. Yeah. yeah. We have about thirteen percent of all the federally qualified health centers in the country. Mm -hmm. My lives are allied with us. We have some of the primary care associations for the entire state have picked us to help. Uh, the, the, the community health centers make that leap. And look, federally qualified health centers, CHCs, RHCs, they get it. They get it. They have, they have to. the community they, yes. mission. They have the prevention right. built yeah. in. They understand yeah. behavioral health. They understand health equity. They yeah. understand disparities. Yeah. But they haven't put it all together yeah. into a new business yeah. model. The right. business model right. that they right. can see coming down the pike is this is the PPS rate is not going to last no. forever. No. Yeah. No. And they have to make the transition. Yeah. And our FQHCs have been so successful yeah. at continuing yeah. to improve care and reduce costs, particularly for their duly enrolled patients. And I see as we make the shift to one of the – we started in Medicare, right. uh, traditional Medicare, Medicare yeah. short right. savings right. program. Right. Um, we 
and and You're in doing the past a lot of year, Medicare Advantage now, now too, Medicare right? Advantage. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah. in the market, yeah. what are we what are we going to have in the market here? Uh, we currently have Aetna, we have mm-hmm. Cigna. We're going to launch okay. Wellcare, Florida Blue, and okay. most likely Humana yeah. as well next year. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that'll that'll be that'll be a stabilization because that's where everything's going. That's go. where everything's yeah. going. Right. So we got to go where the patients sure. are going, yeah. and we're going to help our FQs and others. Yeah. I don't know if I told you, I just visited Access Health in Chicago. Uh huh. Just a couple months ago, we had a CVS board meeting there. And I understand they're one of the largest FQHCs in the country. I yeah. don't know if you're familiar with them yeah. or not. Yeah, I figured you are. Yeah. yeah. I think they're still pretty independent. Yeah. And they're doing their own ACO reach program. Yep. Yeah. Nope, We're so good. glad to have you guys yeah, on gentlemen. the air Thanks today. For joining us. Dr. Mastashari, so good to see you. Great I was to looking see you. forward. You, I knew you were coming you, in today. Uh, uh, what do you what do you see as the big challenges for risk taking providers in Florida this year gonna be? I think it's physician engagement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you agree? I mean, people I are still, they're still yep. pretty nervous. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think they don't realize how yep. much they've already been involved in that. Mm-hmm. But but it is. That, that's the thing, just taking that I, next step. I, I would worry about V28. Okay. Some small policy yep. tweak yep. I think uh, is going to have okay. a big impact mm-hmm. on the payers in yep. Uh, payers' profits, yep. uh, particularly those who've really focused on risk mm-hmm. adjustment. And I yep. think downstream contracts with risk-taking primary care providers, I think we're going to see a lot of pressure yep. on groups, particularly who have – emphasized risk adjustment, yep. solely risk adjustment as right. opposed to That's doing the do. basics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I know you have a lot of influence on legislation in Washington coming from where you came from. What's on the agenda and the highlight for 2024 in healthcare in Washington? Yes, I, I think the administration does want to continue to extend accountable care. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, when I was at ONC, we went from 9% electronic health records to 90% in right. five years. Right. If they want to achieve the same thing, they're going to have to, I think, make some, provide some clarity in okay. terms of, you know, when a politician says, I'm asking for your vote, yeah. right? Yeah. They need to go out to independent primary care practices right. and say, I'm asking for you to move to accountable care, and I'm going to make it yeah. good for you. I'm yeah. going to make it yeah. easy for you. Yeah. I'm going to help you. Uh, achieve the whole wraparound set of services, technology, not have to force people to assemble all the pieces themselves. How do I hook up to the HIE? How do I get data out of my EHR? How do I use analytics? What software do I use? Do I use, what was the gentleman who was here before? Do I use his software? It's too complicated. We've got to simplify things so you can have a turnkey solution that guarantees you And it's got to be affordable, too, and that's That's a problem with a lot of those applications. Well, I'm going to wrap this up by saying physician are the toughest customers to have, and, and we you guys them. are doing a great yeah. job. And that's, but that's why because we love you love them. them and you are them. We love them. We want to serve yeah, them. It's, it's really, really great to really Thanks great so to much. make your Thanks acquaintance. Thanks for coming on All the right, show. Thank you both. All right, take care. Thank, thank you, Andrew. We'll we'll touch base a little later, Doctor Bonsichari. All right. So, th- did you bring your card? <laughs> I brought the card. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 get rolling. Uh, Carlos Acosta is the. Uh, what, what is your title with uh, BioReference? Senior Director of Strategic yeah. Partnerships. Yep. So he pretty much runs BioReference oh, in this part well, of the he, world. He's been yeah. in our studio. Yeah, so, he has. I mean, he's, yeah. He's, he's yeah. What do you think about our new studio? Yeah, I, I love this. Yeah. There's nothing like just weather in Florida this time of the year. Oh, particularly man. When you see we, that snow. We were really this a beautiful evening. We got lucky tonight. 
This yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, that, yeah. that's why you yeah. know that's why we're here. Yeah, but I appreciate you having us yeah. this evening. I think it's great to come back again. It was yep. such a great pleasure. First time I was at the studio. Yeah. So excellent. Mm -hmm. the good, you know, this time I'm a little bit limited to time. Right. But, you know, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. No, we did like a whole studio. show before. I mean, we, we had a lot to <laughs> yeah. talk about. So yeah. how are you enjoying the conference? The conference excellent. I mean, not only the 10th year anniversary, but it's excellent mm -hmm. to see you know what Flacco's has done throughout yeah. the 10 years, mm -hmm. the support it's given yep. to the providers, right. the primary care physicians, and it's just really a great show. Great. Great Tell us a little update on bioreference. What's going on with you guys? So, you know, we're still there, um, mm -hmm. expanding, growing. It's a, been a great year for us this year. Florida is one of our great, uh, greater markets, um, particularly in VBC and value-based care. Uh, a lot of enhancements we've been able, I think, if I were to say, and mm -hmm. when it comes to value-based care, I think we've come across and been able to accomplish a lot of enhancements mm -hmm. to help the PCP and VBC, uh, particularly with either whether it's data okay. and other areas where we support. So, uh, Definitely done a good job. We've been able to launch through our R&D um, some new testing uh, in particular areas, and we've been able to expand yeah. in some of our yeah. contractual uh, payer access sure. areas. Yeah, Dr. Mark, we've had a lot of our physicians moving over to bioreference here in good. the last few months, nice. and, right. and there's still that transition going yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No. I mean, I'm sure they, they see that proof. Of, of purpose there as you go forward. There's I mean, nothing better than, you know, mingling here with some of the, the, the folks here and having people come up to me and telling, and telling me thank you. Yeah, uh, right. You know, your team really helped us with a particular patient. Your team really helped us, you know, with a certain scenario. And I, and I was standing here in line, you know, ready to come yeah, up to the show. Sure, sure. And I had someone come up to me, yeah. you know, giving me thanks. And by the way, I want to give kudos to your team that they really, you know, they stood out and they helped us with this. So it's awesome. great to see that feedback, yeah. you know, from the community and yeah. from the providers yeah. that we're able to be there because yeah. uh, our company is very patient and yeah. physician centric. What percent of our healthcare system are lab cost? Carlos? I don't know that number, but I could tell you that 70% of all medical decisions yeah. are based on it's lab results. It's in the double digits. It seems like it's oh, around yeah. 11, 12%. Yeah. Yeah, and we're the That's smallest. We're the yep. smallest bucket when you look at Medicare spend. Right. We're that smallest right. percentage yep. Uh, yep. as far as Medicare spend at the lab area. So, um, definitely a small bucket. But when you figure that we make you know 70% of all medical decisions right. are based it, on lab, it, yeah. and then you have 30% of your patients who really don't follow up with their lab testing no, what the um, results are they yeah so you've just wasted that well yeah. i think that's that's one side of the problem the other side is like ordering things that you yeah. don't need from the emergency room or urgent care centers and if you're and your, your doc is actually thinking about what yeah. they're doing you know they're yeah. going exactly. to be a lot more frugal so exactly well what great to see you again I appreciate you, you having me. Thanks as for always. coming on the Thank show, Carlos. Oh, he Thank always you for having sharp. us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> Thank absolutely. You, you, you did evening. take your tie off, Carlos. I, absolutely, I, that was I needed to get a little bit more comfortable, <laughs> right? That's Thank right. you so much. Okay, Dr. Mark. Our next uh, guest is Michelle Bolton. She's the founder and CEO of a company called My Nine One One Inc. I like it. I like it. Tell <laughs> us about it. Welcome to the show. Michelle. Thank you. Thank Tell you us for about having My me. 911 Inc. My 911 Inc. Yeah. is a Canadian company. Okay. okay. I came down to Flacco's and uh, thought I'd just check out your, your conference is here. Is this your so first it's been time in the conference? It is. It How are is. you enjoying it so far? Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's quite a conference. Yeah. It, incredible yeah. content. Yeah. Uh, the people are amazing. It's It's been really, really a lot of fun. So, and where are you from? Uh, London, Ontario, Canada. Oh, London, yeah. Ontario. Yeah. Wow, what I a, am. So, so tell me. So I, I don't. I don't want to like skim over this because yeah. this is no small thing here. Yeah. So, so we've got not, this group of U.S.-based independent physicians, which yeah. is like Mars, right? And and but but you came down to check this out. Tell, tell me the motivation. 
The motivation is to, you know what, it's educational. I'm a lifelong learner. I oh, love yeah. to learn. Beautiful. Beautiful. I've got, um, I've had a health history of uh, personal um, health situations for surgeries and, and right. things like that. So I started my 911 to um, take that trauma and turn it into something beautiful, to so streamline is, medical communications. So what does my 911 actually do? It is a service okay. that um, has, it's a customized wallet card. Okay. Displaying a QR code linked to an online emergency profile okay. for patients. Nice. To Very streamline good. Uh, medical communications for okay. healthcare professionals and emergency okay. responders. Okay. And it's a service that allows the patient to have full control mm -hmm. over the information mm -hmm. they are putting both on their card, mm -hmm. their physical card. So the, the information comes from them. Correct. Got it. Okay. And they mm -hmm. have that emergency profile right. that, it, again, they have full control over the information. Okay. that they choose to display on their online profile right. that they wish to share um, instead of going to medical appointments, dentists. Well, you is know, your experience clients. keeping people out of the ER too? Well, Can you tell us a little bit about that? You know what? It's I've just kind of been getting getting going, really. Okay, <laughs> and, um, okay. And it's, okay. what it's doing is it, it is streamlining communications and reducing... Um, or, reducing to eliminating paperwork. Right. I'm getting right. there. I want that's my goal is to just eliminate the paperwork mm -hmm. and the constant questions you get mm -hmm. when you register for an yeah. appointment. Over and, and over you have again. to fill out yeah. those right. forms, sure, right? Sure. Yeah. So Well you may win the award for the farthest came to the conference. I'm not sure. Well it's a pleasure to I don't be know here. if I mean both in uh, miles and in, in types of medical care well, delivery systems. A different I mean, country. Uh, yeah, yeah. We need pretty, to simplify amazing. it, right? That's we have right. a very fragmented system in Canada when it comes to healthcare and this does speed up the process and just yeah. simplify people's lives. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure there's a, there's that private sector that looks a lot like what we're talking about here yeah. at this meeting. So I, I kind of ingest under, understand why you'd be here and really uh, what what a great what a great opportunity. What a yes, great opportunity. it is. It's great to it's great to meet people and yeah. it's awesome. So well, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining the show and thanks for thank coming you. to Flacco's this year. Hope thank you enjoy you. the rest of the conference. Thank you very much. Thanks okay. so much. Greg Carter, how are you? I'm doing fine, gentlemen. Yeah. How are you? Dr. Mark, this is Greg Carter. Dr. Mark, uh, he owns you. Carter Ortega Pharmacy in Jacksonville. Gotcha. And I don't have okay. to tell you how few independent pharmacies there are still in America. Greg, how long have you been in business? Uh, 1955. Not That's me personally. But I was going to say, you look amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's great. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that incredible, Dr. Mark? Man, that, what is the number? I mean, that that's you know, we talk about the... The uh, yeah. radiology setup for the independent yeah. radiologists, yeah. how, yeah. how challenging that has been. Yeah. This is Well, the pharmacy business has changed a lot. Uh, I actually took I was uh, 20 years with Blue Cross. Yes. I understood how all the managed care stuff worked. Right. My father uh, asked me to take over in 2000. So we changed. We went to oxygen and uh, that did that for a while. Mm -hmm. Then we started looking at or dealing with physicians primarily pulmonary doctors that were having okay. problems saying, boy, it'd be great if we could put yeah. this, this, and this drug together. So COPD, yeah. basically? CO, for, okay. for COPD. Yep. All right. And so I talked with them. We're a member of PCCA, which is Professional Compounding Centers of America. Right. That's the think tank. We came up with mm -hmm. something together, taught the doctors, and we've been doing this since mm -hmm. 2003. Nice. Uh, it works very well. Mm -hmm. um, it's not really available per se on an individual basis, but if you're on like a Medicare HMO, right, uh, you can get that. The way we work it, there's no charge to the patient. 
Right. And uh, the physician group saves a good a good amount of money as well. Nice. Very nice. So that's so how so you've, got, you're, you've got incredibly specialized. Yep. Correct. We even call the patients when they first get the medication. It's nebulized, mm-hmm. and our respiratory people walk them through it because our right. average yep. patient age is about 75. Sure, sure. So you're and, doing compounding too then? Yes. Yes, yeah. we're compounding yeah. this. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then we call the same people, call the same patients every month. They write down notes if the if Mrs. Smith is having a problem for whatever right. so reason. We kind of triage with their primary care physician to say, <laughs> "Somebody me need to check on her," or right. we can call perhaps her daughter who might be taking care of her right. and say, "Look, mom needs some help today. Why don't you swing by there?" See what's going so on. So we yeah. kind of some people call us a case management company. We're not. We're just yeah. an old-fashioned yeah. drugstore. Yeah, you're just yeah, yeah, you're just taking care Greg, of people. How many independent pharmacies are in Jacksonville or in Florida? Do you have any idea? I don't have an exact number. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's not near as many. I would ha- I would say that I know of in Jacksonville yeah. probably five. Right. That wow. I know of. Right. Yeah, and that's what several million people in Jacksonville. Right. And yep. five five pharmacies. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. that many. Yep. Great. Well, that that's a, that's a really interesting story. I mean, to go from from all these different spots, and I'm sure leaving uh, leaving big corporate America in healthcare. Yep. This is probably a very gratifying. Well, position I think to you be were in. the Blues, weren't you, for a number of years? I was with the Blues yep. for 20 yep. years. Yep. At one point yep. in time, I was yep. actually pretty high up in there. Yep. And, uh, you know, there comes a point in time where, okay, I need to try something myself. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I was about 40 when I when I left. Right. So okay. I still had time. Still had tread on my tires. Excellent. Well, Greg, Excellent. how are you enjoying the conference? This is good. This okay. is very, very good. Is conference. this your first year? Uh, we came about five years ago. Okay. But okay. Uh, it seems to be a lot more. Um, enthusiasm or passion this year and i think you went we went through a couple of years of the pandemic so people are ready to get back to business and yeah i bet this is probably our largest conference in many years correct yeah yeah Yeah, that's great so we appreciate people putting it on and you know people like you all spreading the word hanging out by the pool thanks for joining us all right take care have a good evening dr mark you know isn't it amazing all the different people that we're interviewing tonight on the show it's it's incredible uh, and the diversity of who we're talking to tonight is is staggering, Dr. Martin. No, it is. And I think yeah. I even see somebody in the crowd that I like. I know from my residency days, so he's going to have to come talk to us. Okay. You know, we've got, Dr. Mark, we've got Sally Brooks, who is president of a company called Leadership in Medicine. Uh, Sally, are you a physician? I am. That's, okay. What is your specialty? I'm internal medicine, okay. and I'm fellowship trained in geriatric medicine. Wow. I don't know if you know, Dr. Mark is actually the dean of the FSU College of Medicine here in Orlando. And I just learned that yeah. from a colleague. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting, a little side story. So uh, I've, we have our different clerkships, and, of course, we have a geriatrics clerkship. We actually have a mandatory fourth-year rotation at FSU. Yeah. And so each year they, the, the education director puts on different talks on the different campuses. Mm-hmm. And so last year I went to two. So they, they made this pediatric surgeon an honorary geriatrician. But I'm sure I'm not going to see any patients. I don't. I don't want you to worry that that would actually happen. But <laughs> but, but I did all, did the did the five M's and yeah. did the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. So tell us a little bit about leadership in medicine. What's going on? There? So leadership yeah. in medicine is actually my con- consulting business, okay. and it's a culmination. Are of, you practicing as well? I practice okay. for many years okay. as a okay. primary geriatrician okay. in all sites of care that you can imagine. Anything from acute care, pre and post op mm-hmm. care of older adults to post-acute care nursing okay. centers where you would expect to okay. see a geriatrician, okay. um, outpatient 
frailty, geriatric okay. assessments, wow. home health, and now, hospice. Where is your practice? So I live in Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Ohio, okay. Okay. and that's where my practice okay. was. Okay. Um, and now I am um, a chief medical officer. I've been a chief medical officer for different um, systems, both on the health plan side mm-hmm. as well as the provider side, okay. but very focused on older adults and okay. vulnerable populations yeah. like those with behavioral health issues. Right, right, absolutely, uh, interesting. Yes, I did a little. I did a little training up in Cincinnati too. So you're still living up there. Pardon me. You still live in Cincinnati? Oh, I, sur- I sure yeah, do. Yeah, very nice. Is right? it starting to get cold there now? Um, you know, the leaves are falling. It's are a little they? wet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Isn't this beautiful weather here? It is beautiful is weather, amazing. but my yeah. favorite weather is fall in the Midwest. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the Ohio. Yeah. It's hard, it is hard to beat. It is hard so, to beat. So before you go, tell us a little bit. What's the flavor of value-based care in the state of Ohio right now? I think it's um, probably in its adolescent stage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think not as are, advanced as in here in Florida. Not in Florida. No. Okay. Or the okay. Northeast or in California. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Nice. Great. Um, and, and what I think... I'm passionate about and that I think value-based care can really, you know, value is that in an integration of behavioral health and medical care. Right. And the circle that's holding, you know, the outer circle of that is the caregiver and making sure that their behavioral health and mental health and physical health is maintained so they can continue in their caregiving Effectively. Yeah. In their caregiving role. It's a a big issue. Yeah, we talk, we actually talk a lot about both the the caregivers' mental health and and the the crisis that we've we've seen rise up. But, well, thanks for coming out. Thank you. Enjoy the meeting. Thank you. I think uh, definitely walk over and enjoy the food over there. I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to get Kathy to bring me over a a meal. I'll I'll bring you a meal. I know. This is is a a two hour deal. We're closing up on our first hour. Well, so how are you enjoying the conference? I'm enjoying very much because I'm meeting all different sorts of people and organizations, the gentleman sitting across from me who you're going to interview next. Yep. yep. Okay. okay. So it's been great, and I appreciate you giving me well, the opportunity. thank you for joining the show. Thank you. Okay. Dr. Mark, we've got Saru Seshardi. Yeah, that's that pretty good. Enough? It's pretty close. Yeah, very close. I, close? I, I yeah. wanted him to struggle. That was yeah. all my bad. Yeah. 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 Just no, called I, me Saru. That's good. Saru. Okay. You're with a company called, you're founder and CEO of a company called Constellation 4. Yes, that's it, Constellation 4. Where are you based out of? I'm based out of Tampa, Florida. Tampa, okay. Beautiful Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Not as far yeah. as Canada. So, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you, Canada. you don't, yeah. yeah. Canada's still yeah. number one for My the youngest daughter so. lives in uh, Tampa area. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, I, I live lived, in Sefner. I lived there for 26 yeah. years now. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 So well, tell nice. us about Constellation 4. Well, this is, uh, I'm a serial tech entrepreneur. I'm not a physician, but I'm a okay. tech entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, after running two companies, this is my third company, and about, I started this in April 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been always bugged about some of the frictions and inefficiencies in healthcare. And I have some unique perspectives as a technologist, as a mm-hmm. product builder, okay. as an employer. My second biggest expense was healthcare benefits. Of course, of course. As How many a, employees do you guys have? Right now, I have about thirty employees. Thirty employees. Yeah, and that's uh, a tough time. Yeah, it's when you're time. in that level. Exactly. You know, do you but, provide uh, benefits or don't you? You know. Yeah, we do provide benefits. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. we do provide very good benefits. Yeah. So that's excellent. Again, that's excellent. my second biggest line expense yeah, line right. item. So yeah. how are you enjoying the conference? Uh, the conference is great. Uh, this is my first time here. Okay. And I was just remarking to Samantha that uh, the content is great, the speakers are great, the networking events are great. I've met mm-hmm. some great people here. And yep. uh, we connect a lot on the 
everybody is passionate about this mission, the value-based yes. care, the yeah. outcomes. Yeah. Um, so uh, it resonates with me quite a bit. Good. Uh, because one of the things I've been um, fortunate to do a lot of healthcare solutions for my customers, but also I, I see that healthcare does not get the full ROI of the technologies that we're sure. deploying, yep, yep, yep. unlike other industries, right? Yep. So we're very um, taking for granted yep. the e-commerce and the banking yep. experiences now, yep. and healthcare is nowhere close to those yep. experiences yep. that we have. You know, Dr. Mark, one of our biggest challenges when we talk to companies like Saru's is the affordability yeah. right. of an ACO. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit, and how do you make that happen for an ACO? So it's going to take some effort, right? So okay. uh, there has to be definitely a connected a connection at the top levels and have a, a technology strategy that resonates with the goals of the ACO. Right. Um, a lot of times I see that the business and technology are not aligned, and they just start deploying technology for the sake of technology and go, go, do, go do it in a piecemeal approach or fragmented approach. Mm -hmm. So that alignment is an important step for that cost containment. Okay. And you gotta be very specific about how you're deploying a blueprint and how mm -hmm. you're deploying a technology, okay. and that's one way to uh, increase that affordability. So, so operationally, Constellation 4, how would you go into an ACO and what would you do for them? I'm actually here to figure that out. This is okay. my first time. Okay. So my okay. customers are large health plans and large uh, practices, specialty practices. Uh, we have uh, both provider network management and referral solutions. So I'm trying to figure out what is the angle into uh, ACOs and the value-based care spectrum. Yeah. And we have a data platform as well that we're trying to okay. start gathering data and yeah. doing analytics on top of well, it. Well, welcome right? so to Healthcare Now and welcome to Flacco's. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you and yeah. glad you joined the show today. Absolutely. And it's good timing okay. because you were Thanks. under the tent yeah. for the brief rain. You Thanks. just missed it. And I think it's, oh, it's, it's, like it's all done. <laughs> Thank you. It was like 30 oh, seconds. Wow. Just 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right, so we're we're just rolling our we're we're uh, in, pushing. In, we're almost in hour two. Incredible, Doctor Mark. Yeah, all the yeah. different people were. I meeting. mean, I noticed yeah. the quick nap you took. That was smart. Yeah, that was I was smart, trying. No, it was good. I was trying was to good. let you do the talking yeah. there for a well, minute. Well, you know, I, I do impersonations, so <laughs> some of the times it's just me yeah. the whole time. Doctor Mark, welcome Dennis Mahali to the Dennis to the show. Welcome. Dennis Hi. was a company called Upward Health. I'm the advisor of Upward Health. I left as a chief medical officer. Okay. About. Okay. Uh, Five months ago, I okay. spent five years there helping build okay. it. Nice. And now I'm with, I went back to my consulting company, which okay. I've had 20 And what years. is your physician specialty? Um, it was emergency room. Emergency medicine. But okay. I spent, very early on, I started building health plans and tech companies and okay. healthcare companies. And where are you out of, Dennis? I'm in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay. Okay, good. Great. We've had a couple, couple of Jacksonvilles came by, so <laughs> yes. this is not, not, not too far a stretch. Yeah. Now, you've yep. been to Flacco's a number of times. A number of times. Yeah, he's been quite a bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And how are, you, how, are you, how are you finding the meeting today? As usual, it's very collaborative. Yes. People mm -hmm. are friendly. People are helpful. Um, it's not one of those, I'm competing against you and I can't share. Right. 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 No, that's There's just, not that's that true. attitude at all here at Flacco's. Yeah. Yep. That's really very important. Now, did you come here, here with a particular goal? Because you're now in a different position than you were last year when you were we're here well I actually you know I had two goals one uh, I became an expert in in something called version 28 okay. which is a new risk adjusted model because I was in the right place at the right time mm -hmm. so I wanted to come and see who needed help with version 28 gotcha. so I could I could help them um, and then the usual thing is you know um, do the ACOs need anything my background right. is IBM okay and 
I don't go in and try to tell them what they need. I ask them what's, what's them. the pain. Yeah. Right. And, sure. and see if you can come up with a solution. Yeah. Well, great. Excellent. Well, a lot of people to talk to. Yep. I mean, this is a, a great, great yeah. collection of folks. And, yep. and it's kind of interesting that you've, you've had a history with them. So it's, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Then it's yeah. great to have you on the show. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Okay. I love okay. coming. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Sure. Look oh, who we got, uh, you don't, Mark. You don't have to introduce me to this guy. <laughs> nope. No, absolutely. No. This is Ken Peach. Yeah, Ken is the executive director of the Health Council of East Central Florida. Did I get that right? You certainly did. All right. Thank you. And, and, he's, and he's the third host number. on this show. That's right. <laughs> I think I think you should, uh, yeah, you should probably still How many still times have, have you been on our show, Ken? I think only three times. Is it three times? Uh, okay. Well, this counts as four. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's it's four. There Ken, you, there you know, we always get a lot of feedback when you come on the show because you bring <laughs> a lot of you bring a lot of good stuff to the show. Squeals. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No, it's all good. It's all good. And 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 you get a lot of feedback out in the community about us and we appreciate right. that yeah uh, it's been it's been a, a really a nice relationship it has really not, not only yeah. do i admire the two of you because it's a perfect group you know just wonderful but also just what you're sharing is so useful because i share it with a lot of our physicians yeah. and others that we're right, talking right. to yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, great tell great. tell our audience a little bit about what happened in osceola county when you talked about what we talked about on the show one time uh, Tell we, that story. Yes, we, we yeah. um, have a program down there called Healthy Osceola. Right. And uh, so what we were doing, we are actually looking at the four numbers that you should know. So yep. blood, yes, pre- right. blood pressure, blood sugar, cholesterol, cholesterol. and BMI. And BMI. Yeah. And encouraging mm-hmm. uh, residents of Osceola County to go ahead and learn those numbers. Right. And what I said is I mentioned that on the show and right. I gave them right. the information. So yep. we're constantly promoting the program. Nice. Are you getting a lot of feedback from your uh, constituents down there we, in Osceola we, County? We do. Okay. Um, Osceola County is very engaged in just the whole focus on wellness. Very Hispanic, too, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And we actually allow them to tell us after they've gone learned their four numbers to answer mm-hmm. a survey on the website, mm-hmm. and we're getting tremendous yeah. feedback from them. Yeah. I mean, no, the it is. I mean, week that... was 84 yeah. responses. Wow, wow, no, that's great. No, that was yeah. and just as, as background, so that was a topic that we had on the show uh, about a year ago. We've uh, talked uh, about it a, a and, number and of we times. We brought it Dr. up Mark. again. Yeah, but yeah. man, that's that's yeah. really exciting because we do we want. We want to educate the public. We want to educate yep. people like you that can that can yep. take good ideas out yep. and, and add up to your great ideas. Yep. And it's really really been, a, been yep. excellent having you on the show. And Dr. Also. Mark, let's go over those four numbers one more time. Go ahead. Ken, you want to go over them? Sure. So uh, uh, blood pressure, yes. blood sugar, mm-hmm. cholesterol, yep. and BMI. BMI. Right, yeah. right. Yep. So two of yep. those require some labs. And sure, that's right. sure. That's right. And so yep. uh, what we've yep. been able to do is find organizations in Osceola County that are willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And provide that yeah. to to the consumer. Well, tell us a little bit about your cancer collaboratives, Ken, because I know you've really expanded that since we talked before. We have seven yeah. counties mm-hmm. um, that are covered by the cancer collaborative, regional cancer collaborative, funded mm-hmm. by the CDC through okay. the Department of Health in Tallahassee. Okay. The exciting part is that we've been focusing pretty much on uh, tobacco cessation for the last okay. few months. Okay. But now we're moving in a new direction. We are going to create a uh, uh, cancer prevention network for physicians. Wow. And we're going to be able to brand in their offices the fact that they're part of this. We're going to be providing patient education yep. for them to share, prevention, screening for Excellent. pretty much five or six of the major cancers. So this yep. is absolutely brand new. We only worked on it at the yep. CDC about two and weeks Dr. ago. And Dr. Mark, if oh, you me. remember, just last week we talked about what are the 10 killers of yep. America. Yeah, Cancer right. was number two yep, absolutely. behind heart disease. Yep. 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 Great. That'll be fantastic. Yep. Yep. So when we get that moving a little bit further, yep. I'll have that information yep. to share with you. I, I don't know. 
we, we run into each other a good bit. I mean, it's not yeah. infrequent, That's but right. every time we do, you've got another big project <laughs> yeah. going on, and I, I really admire that, and, and it's always deep and, and really, yeah. you know, you've got you've got yeah. the backup, you've got the whole plan. I don't know how many more plans you have that you haven't told me about, and you just no. wait for it to get great, but, man, congratulations. Well, That's Dr. Mark, I want to talk to Ken about one more thing before he leaves. Okay. You know, when we, in value-based care, we all our patients, we drive them to our primary care doctor. When a patient is diagnosed with cancer, they end up with an oncologist, and they pretty much lose their primary care doctor. How do we avoid that, Ken? Well, I think the first part of it, this new concept of a network, what we're doing is focusing that on primary care first because that's where you're going yeah. to identify the right. problem. Right. And then Develop that through the screening, yeah. right, then they get the uh, it, whatever has to be done. And then when they come out as survivors, we get them to come back to their primary care physician. Okay. So I think it's a, a question of you know, who yes. should be taking care of them on a regular basis post-surgery. So how are you enjoying the conference? Very good. This yeah. is my probably eighth time that I've been attending this. Oh, wow. This, okay. And it's tremendous. Wow. Uh, Excellent. Always Excellent. learn a lot, and the focus on prevention is fantastic. Okay. So, Great to have you on the show you, again. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Ken, we'll have you on again early next year. Yeah, no doubt. Thank, yeah, thank no doubt. Both. Without a doubt. Hey, uh, Dr. Mark and Larry, yes. this is Pete behind you, hiding behind you. Good. And I you know what? We have to do a little bit of business. We've wrapped up an hour Okay. Wow. the program already, and I do want to remind folks that you're listening to Healthcare Now. We are live and uh, tonight, and you're listening to AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, Orlando, WTLN Orlando. So there you go. I have to do that at the top of the hour for you. No, that's Pete, fair. Thanks, Doesn't so. Pete do a great job? He does do a great job. He does do a great job. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be quiet now for another hour. Okay. okay, okay. Mark, we've got one of our special guests with us, Dr. Julius Brook, B-R-U-C-H. Dr. Brook. Julius is out of New York City. Got it. And he's the founder and CEO of a company called Isaac Health. Isaac Hill. And how many times have we talked about early onset dementia with our members? Oh, a lot, yes. Well, we're doing a program with Isaac Health within our IPA, within our value-based programs. Nice. Working with Julius. You want to, welcome to the show, Julius. Thank you very much yeah. for having me. Yeah. Julius is also not only an MD, but a, a PhD? PhD, too, right? Yes. MD, yes. PhD. MD, PhD. He's one of those guys. One of those guys. <laughs> I've got, I got some stories sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how are you enjoying uh, the, the conference? Uh, the conference is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I think there's lots of learnings um, every year. Uh, well, this is the second time. The second time uh, you were here. here yeah. Now. Yeah. And uh, each time there's yeah. uh, lots that's new, yeah. uh, both in sort of uh, how SEOs are run, the issues. Yeah. Uh, so it's always fascinating. Well, to hear. Tell our listeners and Dr. Mark how you're working with our organization. Yeah, I want to know about Isaac. Yeah. 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 So um, just maybe briefly as an introduction. So Isaac Health is uh, we are uh, a specialist medical group. We focus on dementia care management. So we partner with ACOs and health systems and payers uh, to do the screening, diagnosis, treatment, and care management for dementia. And this really with a focus on uh, supporting members age at home uh, because... Um, yeah, so many uh, patients with dementia are, first of all, not diagnosed. Right. So actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's 60% that are not diagnosed. Mm. So wow. it's, uh, the first challenge is yeah. picking them up. Mm. And then the second challenge is uh, supporting them to stay at home and stay yeah. as independent as yeah. long as possible. Dr. Mark, tell, tell me about the name, though. Yeah. What's, how did you get Isaac? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be question. something special. Yeah. That, that's a great question. So... Uh, we uh, wanted a name that's we wanted a name because that makes it more relatable. Like right. 
Oscar Health or several yep. other right. companies, right. something that sounds friendly, um, but at the same time destigmatizing. Um, so we wanted a name that is associated with smartness and intelligence, such as like Isaac Newton. Okay. Um, oh, so that's but, where that uh, came from. There's, there's a few other meanings. Pretty so it creative. actually means yeah. laughter as well. Okay. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, nice, Dr. Nice. Mark, the way that we're working with Isaac, we gave Julius two thousand patients that had CPT codes that had evidence of early onset dementia. Okay. And so then he has reviewed those, but he did something that we weren't expecting. He then cross-referenced them with all their chronic comorbidities. Right. And now chronic we're care working, management yeah, codes, chronic yep. care management codes. Mm -hmm. And now we're working to try and develop a program for these. Talk a little bit about that, Julius. Yeah, so we uh, we've developed an algorithm that can identify the the most likely cases of undiagnosed dementia, right? Uh, based on comorbidities and risk factors, yeah. and uh, that that we can see in the data. And uh, then we reach out to these members and uh, essentially invite them to a, a brain health program that mm -hmm. can then potentially yeah lead to the diagnosis uh, and then treatment the treatment sure sure yeah so how much are the the new treatments that are on the edge i mean prob you're probably anxiously awaiting them like most of the world right and yes. i mean how, how does that play into your idea would you think that you'd be able to identify people at an earlier stage and and in interact so they don't they don't get missed yeah, it's a fascinating time. Indeed, the FDA has uh, now, for the first time, fully approved a medication that's actually disease-modifying for dementia. Right. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think uh, uh, we need to obviously make sure that only the most appropriate patients uh, receive yeah, these high-cost right. medications, yeah. but yeah. that's something we definitely want to play a role in, in facilitating. So Great. what's our biggest challenge working with these patients, Julius? Uh, the biggest challenge really is, is I think, identifying them in the first place okay. uh, and then engaging them because yep. these, this is not an easy population to right. deal with and engage. Yep. Uh, so you want to make sure that you engage the caregivers, the primary care doctors, yep. Yep. and the entire team uh, to be able to support yep. them yep. and make sure that they can stay at yep. home and Great. independent. Fantastic. Dr. Mark, a couple Thanks, of years yeah. ago yep. when Julius came to the first show, we were sitting in the main conference area, right. and he came in, he sat down at our table, and he didn't say a word. And finally, was I introduced Was he testing him. you? I don't know. Yeah, wait, wait. I, I was <laughs> seeing if we were friendly or something. Yeah, yeah. But when I got to know Julius, I realized the depth of the, you know, no, the no, brilliance of this stuff. man. So yeah. thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for being part of Flakers. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. You have to drop a card. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. All right. Now, next. We've got Bramer Owens, who's a vice president with a company called Wellvana out of Houston, right? Out of Nashville. Na oh, Nashville. Yes, sir. Okay. But yeah. you live in Texas, though, I right? I do, yes, sir. Yeah. Outside of Austin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, Very good. Tell us about Wellvana. We're a value-based care enablement company. We started okay. in San Antonio, Texas with some right. independent doctors, and okay. we've grown to 23 states in four years. I was the mm -hmm. first executive hired Oh, or Wilvana wow. four and a half years mm -hmm. ago, wow. and you know these physicians wanted to improve patient care, improve mm -hmm. outcomes, and really wanted to um, you know find a way to yeah. be at the time be independent. Yeah. And and it's grown from there. Word okay. of mouth. We're in 23 states now. Okay. And you know, it's been a pretty fun journey. So what do you do for a physician organization like an ACS? Yeah, we work with very small rural physicians with maybe. Okay. A, you know, 
couple hundred, couple thousand patients mm-hmm. to very large health systems. And so it really, we're very unique and we custom tailor yep. the solutions to them. But at the end of the day, we start with patient outcomes. So, you know, if you, if you drive better patient care, then everything else falls into place. Yep. Dr. Mark, if you remember, they well, Van has been in the news lately right here in Orlando. We have. They yeah, just signed have. a major contract with Advent Physicians Organization, yeah, Advent, Health. Yeah, Advent Health. So talk yeah. about that a little bit. I can, yeah. So we yeah. are a part with Advent in mm-hmm. Florida okay. to be um, basically their value-based care and enablement partner for their mm-hmm. physician organization. Yeah. So they've got hundreds of physicians that are aligned with the Advent um, Health System mm-hmm. here, and they, cut, they work with tens of not hundreds of thousands of patients and so mm-hmm. you know they said look you know we are really good at hospital care and we're okay, okay at managing you know, population health but we realized going forward we need we need we, the, we need the back office that's right yeah and yep. so you know we are solely focused on that the only way we sustain over time is to drive better outcomes yep. for patients out, outside the hospital they're okay. great inside the hospital yep. But right. that's only yeah. a small percentage of the care is delivered, uh-huh. and so we're we're partners. And it's been a, it's been a great relationship so far, and we yeah. will be there we're for years. And you work with one of the largest Medicare providers in the country, Humana, as well, right? We do, yeah. So we yeah. work with Humana mm-hmm. in multiple states. Right. Uh, they're a great partner. They mm-hmm. they are only focused on the Medicare business yeah. as of I think next year. Yeah. And right. so they right. are okay. exiting the commercial space yep. and only focusing on right. Medicare patients i think it's a testament to the opportunity to support like our seniors and our physicians by that company and we're just proud to work with them excellent fantastic so, so how so, you so enjoying the Orlando more then it's my first time here so Larry, yeah. remember we were we met in may with at tippa well but after right. that we met in orlando okay because okay. my family was at universal because uh-huh. we're at universal you got to come to but didn't you come to the ip association i did yeah, i spoke Last there I'm back spoken, in march i right. did i spoke yep. there yep. we met right and we met in may yep. uh, at your office and then yep. i'm speaking tomorrow at, at uh at flacos right right so, uh, and you're no, a sponsor Big we sponsor are yeah, yeah we're happy to do it first yeah. time and so um i'm just thankful for opportunity to like talk to colleagues you know because <laughs> yeah. yeah. some of the best health care and value-based care in the nation mm-hmm. is going on in Florida. Yeah. And I was yeah. telling yeah. a few of the folks that I really, and I work in 20 states, right. and what's going on with what y'all have done at Flacco's mm-hmm. is not present in the other 49 states in the yeah. union. Yeah. It's a huge problem. We just had somebody from Ohio here, and yeah. she, she said that there's no way that is value-based care is advanced right. in Ohio like it is in Florida. No, it, yeah. It, yeah. The, there's a quote you're very familiar with, the future is here, mm-hmm. but not evenly distributed. Right, right, right. I like that. The future is in Florida, and it'll distribute, and that's part of our mission, to distribute best practices in all the states we're in. Yeah, great. Dr. Mark, the other thing is we should have Bramer's handicap. Oh, yeah? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Let me tell He's you, a player. It, it yeah. was way better before I started working for Ovana. <laughs> well, I don't Dr. know. Dr. Mark and we, I we both like can understand a, that. We, we play like that's once a, a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I play more than that, but, uh, you know, yeah. it was way better four yeah. and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, make sure you get a chance to play out here. It's such a lot of great yeah. courses. So, oh, yeah. wonderful but, course. Yeah. Well, I plan thanks for being on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Okay. Good to meet you. Hey, Thomas. How you doing? Pretty good. It's Thomas Foley. Yes. Thomas Foley. Thomas is with MediPortal. MediPortal. Now, let me tell you a funny story about Thomas last night. We were Uh-oh. Having a, oh, you're going to love this. We were having our uh, open mic, Ask a Board Member panel, the yep. welcome. Right. And so halfway through the panel, I made the comment, this side of the room 
has really not asked very many questions. Tom jumped up from the other side of the room, <laughs> just ran, ran over, to, over to the other side and raised his hand. There you go. There you and go. Then, and That's then a when, team player there. And <laughs> then when somebody else raised their hand on that side, he went back over to his <laughs> side of the room. So that was great. I didn't want to lose my yeah. seat. Yeah, so right, tell, right. Us, tell us about your company, Thomas. Uh, MediPortal yeah. uh, provides a medical information exchange. And, and folks might not know that terminology, but it's a fusion of uh, HIE, EHR, and so virtual care. Medical yeah. Information Exchange? exchange. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So it, it addresses the interoperability problem. Our target markets are uh, IPAs and ACOs and payers, uh, and it, it addresses the interoperability uh, problem. You can use your own EHR. We'll, we'll act as the HIE. Mm-hmm. But we do have an EHR that sits on top of that HIE. So okay. a lot okay. of providers realize after they do that integration on an HIE, uh, uh, they can use our mm-hmm. EHR versus the one they have mm-hmm. and, and potentially even save some dollars in yeah. the process. Right. Okay. And but then we also provide this extension about how do we get to the home through telehealth, remote patient monitoring, right. chronic sure. care management. So it's the fusion of those three platforms mm-hmm. into one uh, integrated uh, uh, platform. You don't have to use so it all. Is but it you like use a cloud need. then? Is yeah, it's definitely oh, cloud. It's like it sits, in the, AWS, okay. it sits okay. in the AWS okay. cloud, absolutely. Okay. But, it, but it also allows for collaboration. So instead of having an IPA with you know 600 doctors mm-hmm. and they all have hypothetically their own EHR, with the with the medical information exchange, it allows the uh, the community of care to look like one virtual cloud. Right. So you sure, can sure. you can extend your workflows across different entities as opposed to the trouble that you might have doing that same sure, thing across sure. 600 different EHRs. Yeah. Right. Now, within your your system, can you still get the pings and the alerts from the hospitals and all that? Yes, How does the that ADT, work? you're talking about the yeah, ADTs? The yeah, ADT, ADTs yeah. and okay. uh, CCD data, that, okay. that's all uh, integrated into, yeah. the, uh, okay. into the platform. So absolutely. how are you enjoying the conference? This is your first time, right? It's my second time, oh, actually. second time. Yeah, okay. I was here last okay. year. Okay. Uh, and uh, Well, you uh, made a bigger splash last night than you <laughs> yeah, did the year before. You learned, you learned. we got to come in quiet the first yeah, you, you gotta, gotta go right. Yeah, exactly. oh, Lay low, I'm telling you, the entire room was roaring last <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I love. Uh, you know, I've been to a lot of conferences, Hims, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Health, and Vive, and uh-huh. I just find that this particular conference it yeah. just allows a greater level yeah. of collaboration than any yeah. other conference. Yeah, Nicole just, and her team have really done a fabulous job in putting Absolutely. this thing together. Yeah. In fact, Dr. Mark, I wanted to get our event planner. And our uh, secretary to our board, Samantha Watson, on the on the show, but I don't know what happened to him. Nah, nah. I, you know, yeah. it, sometimes the poolside shows just aren't built for I everybody. So. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's just you know you need something more formal. Yeah. But I they're think. the ones that made this whole whole thing happen. No, yeah, it came yeah. together great. Yeah. I think yeah, uh, the you know, we had had yeah. an excellent crowd, yeah. and, and it's really uh, really really something that uh, we're, we're very happy with. Well, Tom, thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks for coming Tom. to Flacco's. Thank you. I appreciate it. Nice and to hope to see you again next year. Absolutely. All right. And he'll know better than to ask, you know, well, like, well, who's asking <laughs> yeah. questions. Oh, no, I'll right? find out where he is next time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Tom. Okay. Next up in the in the batter's box, we've got Jose Galinado. So, Jose is with Point Click Care. Is that right? That's correct. All right. Tell, tell us about you. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Point Click Care is known probably for most folks as the largest EHR provider for senior care and skilled nursing facilities gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, in the country. So oh, we, wow. uh, about 70% of uh, skilled nursing facilities use our EHR for really? their documentation. Okay. Uh, but over time, you know, as folks get into alternative payment models and um, uh, value-based care, 
different entities like ACOs have a stake right. in stake in what happens to those patients yeah. during that skilled nursing facility stay. So now we're able to provide data to ACOs who might want to influence the care that the patients are getting at the skilled nursing yeah. facility. Mm -hmm. uh, prevent any excess length of stay from happening or prevent any readmissions that may be uh, happening from the skilled nursing facilities back to the, hospital. Back to the acute So, Jose, space. what's your background? Yeah, I'm a nurse by background. So, like, Oh, you're a nurse. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I've worked both on uh, the acute care setting and the ambulatory mm -hmm. care setting. Uh, prior to working for Point Click Care, I was managing the orthopedic service line at University of Colorado uh, oh, wow. at, uh, in Denver. And where do you live now? I live in Philadelphia. Philadelphia? So, yes. That's a big move from Denver. <laughs> yeah, totally different. Yeah, and yeah. now I've been yeah. uh, jumping the bandwagon for all of the Philadelphia sports teams, or else I'm going to get wow. beat up. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, my, my daughter went to school in, uh, in Philly, and... Uh, Fortunately, she wasn't a big football fan because our our family is all Steelers fans. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. so when right. I when the uh, she was in med school and she said, you know, they get the day off in med school tomorrow, Dad. We're not, it's like some kind of parade. I said, yeah, the the Eagles won the oh. Super Bowl. Right. She goes, yeah. who are the Eagles? Yeah. So so you know, she, yeah. she, you're you're doing much better if you're jumping on board for anything. Yeah, Doctor Mark, you go to an Eagles game in Philadelphia. If you don't root for the Eagles, they'll beat you up up there. Yeah, they, that's it right. Wouldn't, it wouldn't go. They well. will. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's it's why crazy. I'm jumping the bandwagon for my safety. That's right. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it is, it is, it is. Now, how old is the company? It's been around a while. It's been around a while. So, like, mm -hmm. it's one of the first EHR providers for skilled nursing facilities mm -hmm. in senior home, and a lot of them are on paper, right? Yes. And yes. So, yeah. What's great yeah. about the company is that they were they had the foresight to have a cloud-based mm -hmm. EHR that then allows for a more right. seamless way well, to you can be, share the information. Exactly. Yeah. This yeah. point yeah. click no, integrate with the hospitals for transition to care as well? It does now. So that's one of the big things wow. that we've been working on over the okay. fa uh, past few years. It is Fantastic. Be able to, you know, one of the things that we're able to do for skilled nursing facilities is provide that mm -hmm. discharge documentation right in the EHR at the skilled nursing facility okay. to reduce that administration time for like admitting a patient right. and prevent the that, whole yeah, and prevent that uh, uh, errors in transcription. Now, Larry, I can tell you in, in my training days that, that when you had transfers in, yep. I mean, people would arrive with no information or like you say, a, a paper chart sitting on the stretcher with them, which wow. likely didn't have the information that was needed. So yeah, that, that's and you that's have incredible. no patient yeah. record, no, no at all. data, yeah. no data no at data. all to work with. So yeah. you, you're sort of, yeah. it's almost like you're you're starting like you're in an ER, and, and that doesn't have to be yeah. because they were receiving yeah. care, and so there's yeah. information to be had. So, yeah. well, Jose, did you say whether this is your first time at Flacco's? It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome. We're yeah, glad thanks. to have you. Thanks for joining our show today. Absolutely. Thanks okay. for having us. Okay. Go Eagles, I guess. I mean, I don't really mean it, but okay. Go Eagles. <laughs> Take care. Wow. David, how are you? I'm good. Thank Dr. you. Dr. Mark David Patterson. Hi, David. Dr. David nice uh, has quite an extensive background in healthcare, but right now he represents a company called Patient Point. And you may know who that is being I do a know practicing Patient physician. Point. Yeah, I absolutely. I figured you did. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you, David, your background. It's, well, it's been all my background's been in healthcare. Okay. Um, starting. Small companies, uh, running larger companies. And you're out of Nashville, right? Out of Nashville. Okay. And we've had okay. an advisory practice now since the late 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly then we were doing mostly hospital medical technology work. 
Okay. The last three years, we've been doing more out-of-hospital care mm -hmm. services and technologies. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a part of the healthcare system reshaping itself into more care in the home to eliminate the ED and the hospitalizations, mm -hmm. we've been very blessed to have the chance to work with a number of companies yeah. to kind of bring them under one roof as a solution. You nice. know, Dr. Mark, about half of our physicians actually use their product. Is that right? And we're trying to work on the other half. But when David and I met the first time, you know, we talk about chronic illnesses and value-based care gaps all the time. Sure, sure. And we talk about so many times about the education of patients. So what we've asked Patient Point to do is customize a value-based infomercial program to alert our patients to what they need to be doing based on selected chronic illnesses. Gotcha, gotcha. And try gotcha. and use that with an IPN. No, so, I mean, that's that's what we need. We've yep. talked about this with a number of people, different angles yep. of how we need to track what we're doing yep. so we know if yep. we're actually doing it right. And, and, and that way we can use the patient point, for instance, exam room screens to review, for instance, my care plan. Yes. What I need to do when I get to home and then what technologies I may see show up at my home mm -hmm. that my family is also involved in so i'm it's much more safe to keep me right in the, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, home yeah so excellent excellent well, fun, david a little bit more time. about your background because i know you've done some pretty incredible things in your life well we, we did a great deal of work in the acute care setting okay. i mean you know just as a simple for instance way back when dark ages okay uh, hospitals finally found a way to become see wi-fi everywhere in the house Wow. But okay. they bought these expensive Wi-Fi systems and couldn't pay for them. So we got brought in by our client at the time to do uh, process improvement mm -hmm. on the top 10 or 15 DRGs mm -hmm. in terms of patient flow. And then all of a sudden, we were able to leverage those Wi-Fi systems. Right. So this is an example. Uh, got heavily involved in the minimally invasive surgery craze, right. which right. ended up all being all about yep. work change in the OR mm -hmm. and then the workflows the acute yep. care workflow and so really most of what this comes down to is how do we improve the workflow of patient care mm -hmm. and now with the use of AI be able to have patients take more and more responsibility and their families for their care okay well, David, thanks for joining us on the show, Thank and uh, how are you enjoying the conference? Oh, it's, it's been great. Yeah. I appreciate you allowing okay. us to do this. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take care. We'll talk Bye -bye. to you soon. Bye-bye. Dr. Mark, can you believe all the different people we're talking to I today? I know, and I can't believe there. We haven't found too many that you haven't met. More minutes. Are you worn out yet? <laughs> you know, I thought I'd be. I thought I'd be more worn out. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I'll be. I I'm think fine. I'll be okay. Yeah. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. All right. Yeah. Dr. Mark, we've got Gavin Stewart with us. He's the CEO of Data Integration Analytics. Is that correct, uh, Gavin? Is Curematic. Oh, oh Curamatic, yes. which do data integration analytics. Exactly. Okay, Curamatic. Yeah, I got a call from Al Holloway, who's the uh, founder of TIPA. Right. And he says, listen, I got a friend in Orlando that I need you to meet. And that was Gavin, and he was coming to Flacco's today. So awesome. tell us a little bit about Curamatic, Gavin. Right. So we are a software company, and we help providers, ACOs, manage the cost and quality of care for patients. So with our software, they can figure out which patients they need to essentially provide care management services to. Okay. How, how long have you been in the market? So we've been in the market a year now. Uh, so we're a startup based in New York. Uh, right. We're backed by a VC firm called Bienville Capital. So you actually live in New York. I do. I okay. do. A Giants yep. fan. Yep. 
Yep. If you're a Giants okay. fan, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah well, that's where, that, apparently that's the yeah. new thing. We yeah. have to have to see. Uh-huh. Although I didn't talk about the Bengals when we had somebody from oh. Cincinnati here. Well, but I, I was thinking about the soccer team. Yeah. Well, know. are you a Yankee fan? I am a Yankee fan. A little yeah. bit fair. My wife is a Yankee nut, <laughs> and we have Excellent. never that's lived in New thing. York. I have no idea why she's a Yankee nut, but she is. No, it's a <laughs> it's a great team. They spend a lot of money. Yeah, uh, baseball do. is. Uh, you know, near and dear to uh, all yeah. the fans in New York. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. how do our listeners uh, get in touch with Curamatic? Tell right. us your email. Yep, so our, um, our website is curamatic.com. It's okay. pretty easy. We have a contact um, uh, email there, so you can just reach out, okay. get in contact with us if you want to learn a little bit more about us. So, so the main thing about us is we really believe that there are ways with technology to make it care better for patients. Um, you know, patients, regardless of the disease the, um, that you have, we think that, uh, you know, the technology is there. It's really a matter of ensuring that it's in, available in more providers' hands so that they can actually uh, utilize it to get better outcomes for patients. So we um, have the opportunity to work with ACOs. Uh, so we're working with one group in the Northeast. And they're using our software to figure out, okay, how can we better manage the cost for each individual patient? So right. it's, you know, we give them, uh, you know, a list of patients, what they need to do on those patients. Where the gaps and, are. It, it, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, are you awesome. working more with large health systems or independent physician organizations? So right? we're working with both, right? Both. So okay. especially with the uh, advent of making care primary and some of the new models from Medicare, right. we're seeing the opportunity where you have physician groups, now primary care, that are taking on um, these value-based contracts on their own. So they can use software like ours to then figure out exactly who they need to target, what type of care those patients need. So it's, it just makes them more efficient as they move more into value-based care. Okay, great. Well, glad to have you, Gavin. And uh, this is your first time at Flacco's, First right? time at Flacco's. Yep. Looking forward to coming back. It's Absolutely. been excellent. Thank yeah, you so much for joining. Florida's always like this, so, you know, it'll be great. Excellent. Thank you for right. joining Thank Healthcare you. Now. Good to meet you. All right. Dr. Mark, we're moving right along. We've got Nasib Sharmon. Yes, sir. Is that good? Absolutely. He is the founder and CEO of a company called Health Data Analytics Institute. Health Data and Analytics Institute. Yes, sir. Where are you out of, Nasib? The Boston area. Okay, okay. We're exactly in Boston. I know a little Boston. Dedham. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's Great. where the, oh, our Denham. offices yeah. are. Okay. okay. Just gotcha. outside of Boston. A lot of big IT companies. I mean, uh, eClinicals is even out of that. Absolutely. I believe they're out of Dedham, aren't they? Uh, I don't know, but I think uh, they are. They're yeah. in the Boston yeah. area. In for the sure. Boston area, yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about your company. Well, it's an AI company that okay. helps uh, clinicians and uh, uh, really ingest hundreds of pages in the EHR and turn mm-hmm. them into one page. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because probably. Many of you yeah. have dealt with the clinician looking at their EHR, trying to figure out what's going on. Dr. Mark did it for 25 I years. Did. Yes. And you end up spending more time <laughs> on the EHR than with the patient. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, our absolutely. job is to turn it all into one page and help you get to the target areas and spend more of your time engaging with the patient and see, now, planning see, now that, their care. That begins to make sense because, uh, as I've said many times on the show, that the, the problem that physicians have with EHR is we were told it was going to save us time and save us money, and it did neither. Now, if your companies can, can flip that switch, that, that starts to make sense. We have, and uh, we work with uh, large his, uh, health systems. We right. work with Houston Methodist, the Cleveland Clinic, Dana-Farber mm-hmm. Cancer Institute yes. in the Boston area. In Boston, yeah. And we work with uh, about 42 ACOs, covering about 10% of all ACO lives in the country. Very wow. nice. Very nice. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. 
How are you enjoying the conference? Love it. Is this I, your first time here? Uh, second time. Second time? And okay. uh, they've yep. done an amazing job okay. bringing uh, all kinds of uh, technologies and uh, uh, clinical yep. uh, providers together. Yep. And we love the value-based okay. care space. Yep. This is the future. Okay. Great. Dr. Mark, before we interview our next one, we're going to ask Pete to do another plug for the radio show. All right. Like he did earlier. I'd love to do that. Thank you. Did you want, you guys want to take a break? Yep. Can okay. We? Time for some water break. How, how, long, how long of a break do we get, Pete? I mean, well, we're going to have 35 seconds. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll go ahead and take three minutes. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to AM 915, FM 94.9. The answer this is a special live healthcare now broadcast for you tonight. I hope you're enjoying it. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes right here. It's our high school football game of the week, Friday night at 7. It's the Apopka Blue Darters and the Evans Trojans. Jim Roger, Franklin Williams, and Joe Ferreira. In the John Perry Mobile Press Box Studio. Brought to you by Frogger's Grill and Bar. Florida Door Solutions. Central Florida Audiology. Propagate Social House. The McLeod Law Firm. And Community Health Centers. Your home for exciting championship high school football action. We are AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. Or download the Answer app. We're everywhere you are. America first. It's our DNA. AM 950, FM 94.9. The answer. Partner of yours as well. It's not nonsense. It's not holding Joe Biden accountable. That's what we need to be. I actually agree with Ron DeSantis. First of all, that's a hoax that was perpetrated by Kamala Harris. You have no foreign policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? It shows. Exclusive media partner of the Republican presidential debate, November 8th in Miami. AM 950, FM 94.9. The The answer. Central Florida's no woke zone. AM 950, FM 94.9. The answer. A minute with comedian Jeff Allen coming to Family Church Lakeside Campus November 18th. Here's my favorite. I gashed my knee once. I was about nine or ten. Gashed my knee. Gashed. Blood was pouring out of my knee. I slid on something, broken glass or whatever was in the yard. Cut it. Just, and I'm standing in the living room. I'm in shock. And the first words out of my mother's mouth were, Stop bleeding on my rug. Get in the kitchen. Yeah. Then she put mercurochrome and Bactine on it. Remember, for you young people, mercurochrome was the precursor to chemo. She'd take the lid off, and any fly within 30 feet would just fall out of the sky. See Jeff Allen live November 18th at Family Church Lakeside Campus in his only Central Florida appearance on his Are We There Yet tour. Get tickets now at TheAnswerOrlando.com. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome back to Healthcare Now. I, I'm Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones. Ready, ready show, to get Dr. going. Mark. I tell you, we got an hour and a half in. Yep. You didn't know we were going to take it. You sat down and we took a break. I feel, I feel yeah. kind of bad. That's okay. It was okay? All right. Dr. Mark, we're talking to Kavi Misery. Kavi, uh, we've known for several years. Kavi started a mental health company called Rose Health out of Jacksonville. I bet you still live in Jacksonville. No, I'm I'm now in New York. Oh, you're in New York? York. Okay. Well, tell us about your new undertaking. Sure. So, uh, Rose Health was a digital mental health company. It it is a digital mental health company, and it was acquired October of last year. and then after that acquisition, I ended up uh, going to my doctor for a physical, 
Um, as many people do, I kind of neglected my health for a few years, went to the doctor, and then found out that I was pre-diabetic. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and okay. it was uh, kind of an awakening moment for me, as, given that I was actually born with a, a hole in my heart. So I had two wow. open heart surgeries oh by the Since time. Since I've seen you? No, no, no. Oh, when I was little, one and oh, three. Oh, when you were yeah. little. Okay. So I had yeah. two open heart surgeries okay. by the age of three. Wow. And uh, pre-diabetes just was, made me at risk, at, at an increased risk okay. um, for heart, heart failure, heart okay. disease. So then saw another problem to tackle. And I guess yeah. I got bored after selling one company wow. and wanted to do it again. So, okay. Or I may just be crazy. I don't know which one, right? <laughs> it, you know, um, it doesn't have to be either. It, it can be both. It, it can, can be, be both. both. I think both works well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, saw so how difficult it was to so, – saw so a fragmented market, saw so how difficult it was for yeah. myself to find a dietitian, being able to get yeah. the right care, yeah. and saw this large opportunity to be able to provide a comprehensive solution yeah. um, for metabolic health. So yeah. uh, Hibiscus Health is a yeah. metabolic health company yeah. focusing on uh, the early detection, mm -hmm. the prevention, the management of yeah. – Diabetes, hypertension, okay. obesity, yeah. uh, yeah. weight management. You know, Dr. Mark, we I think Dr. Betsy Dovek's in the house. I don't know where she is, but she was going to come on the show sure. talking very much about what, Kavi, what you're talking about right now. She's a bariatric surgeon, yeah. but deals with metabolic health yep. almost you know, in every area yeah, of metabolic yeah. health. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. So she would be yeah. doing more of the other side of the spectrum. So our focus is more on pre-diabetes, type 1, okay. some type 2. But how we differentiate is that we are able to detect uh, diabetes early. So we're able, we have developed a face scan that it's a 30 second mm -hmm. face scan. And with, uh, with that scan, we're mm -hmm. able to detect about 35 different vitals. Yeah. So we can detect mm -hmm. uh, your triglycerides, your cholesterol, yep. your cardiovascular risk, yep. your heart risk, mm -hmm. um, even your range of A1C. Okay. So gone are the days of having to prick your finger or yeah. going to get a physical. They've improved that a lot. Yeah. But, Kavi, if I recall, and I may be wrong on these numbers, you know, about 3 million Americans are diagnosed with diabetes each year. It's, yeah, it's actually it's more alarming. Um, so yeah. 96 yeah. million Americans are pre-diabetic. Wow. But 80 That's a third of the yeah, population. Yeah, but 80% of them don't know that they have yeah. pre-diabetes. Yeah. And if it isn't treated within a three-year period of time, 70% right. of them will actually develop yeah. di uh, type 2 diabetes. And have multiple comorbidities. And there you yeah. go. And then you yeah. have the, the complications yeah. with type 2 diabetes. So that's where the work we're doing at Hibiscus is so helpful because we can actually detect the folks who are walking around with prediabetes right. because they can go in for, to the primary care doctor for a cold or a cough and we're able to screen them yeah. using the face scan and detect the A1C. Or, or their wellness visit, right? Or I mean, wellness, wellness visit, right, well, yeah, the wellness, specific. The wellness visit is, is strictly, they will get a physical, yeah. so you definitely will know. But think about how many people do not go to the wellness oh, visits no. yeah, right. and how many people who would go just for a cough or a, focused, a strap or something visit, like that. Yeah. Right. And our product is able to do the face scan, and while they're in for just this cough visit, yeah. We can detect yeah. some critical vitals. Yeah. Dr. Very Mark, cool. if you Very remember cool. last week, we talked about the 10 killers of Americans, 
and I believe diabetes was a lot lower on the scale than I thought, like number seven or eight. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's, but but it's that the well, I think we talked about that. Yeah, it, it, like heart it disease was there, but that links yeah. directly to diabetes. Yeah, so right, a lot of right. the other That's killers right. on the and, list were absolutely. And we're there. seeing yeah. the yeah. prevalence yeah. of diabetes increasing year after year. It's the things we eat. It's our oh, lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, after the pandemic, there was an uh, unbelievable spike in, in the number of diagnoses for, uh, for diabetes. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we sell to employers and self-funded employers as well as health, health plans. So yeah. the goal is to identify the problem early. Right. Provide, provide, and we also provide the clinical care. So, you dietitians. so we, do, we have dietitians yeah. and we have primary care doctors that gotcha. would prescribe medication as well. And then we have a, a huge tech stack of uh, implementing AI to customize wow. meal plans and be able to create digital twins that can show the progression and map the progression of, of patients yes. um, and see how the patient is, is, is improving. Well, Kavi, um, did you start this new company? Yeah. So how's uh, it going so far? It's going amazing. Yeah. We have about okay. 25 employees. Wow. Um, we're raising a, a one and a half million pre-seed round. We raised half a million so far. Excellent. Um, we ha- are credentialed with Blue Cross, Aetna, United mm-hmm. Healthcare, Cigna, mm-hmm. Medicaid, yeah. Medicare. We're in six so, states. Yeah. It's we're a lot of work. A lot. a lot of work. Congratulations. Well, yeah, the, thing, the beautiful thing about uh, starting a company again yeah. is you use all the connections you had like right. last time, uh, like yeah, last right. time yeah. and you have all that knowledge that you yeah. can build something in Three months, that would have yeah. taken you three years. Well, Dr. So. Mark, he picked a good uh, category, diabetes. Yeah, no doubt, diabetes, no doubt. Diabetes. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you and your company. Thank you, Bo. And we thanks for it. coming on. I'm, 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 I, I want to learn more. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Kavi. Good to see you. Hope you're enjoying the conference. Dr. Mark, we've got Vanessa Basigli. Did I pronounce that right? Vanessa Bichelli. Bichelli. Okay. <laughs> She's the president and CEO of a company called Care Vitality. Tell us a little bit about, welcome to the show, and is this your first year at Flacco's? Yes, this is Larry, but I'm very familiar with Flacco's because it's been around for about a decade now. That's true, yes. So tell us a little bit about your company. So Care Vitality is a a virtual care management company that provides solutions to organizations that can be used directly to patients, employers, and and healthcare systems or ambulatory clinics that helps patients with a myriad of chronic conditions. So from, as he was suggesting, diabetes earlier, hypertension, COPD, CHF, as well as um, conditions that could utilize remote monitors. So a lot of those conditions can benefit from blood pressure cuffs that are, mm-hmm. and uh, weight scales, that are, uh, that glucometers, your, pulse your ox. Yeah. yeah, we all use cloud-based um, devices so mm-hmm. that the information comes right up into our platform. So we can work with a patient comprehensively for their chronic conditions, their mental health, their behavioral health, their diets, their exercise. So it's a well-rounded platform as well as we can provide care teams if needed. Okay. So. Now, do you do you target physicians and their patients, or do you, are you directly patient-facing? Uh, well, we are patient-facing, but we usually partner with physicians right. so they, to provide they the service. Sure. Right. right. Makes sense. Right. And Makes if sense. we do go directly to a patient, we have a provider on that's overseeing everything. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So how are you enjoying the conference? Oh, I love the conference. Yeah. And I, Florida's beautiful. you got great weather. Yeah. And a very, I met Vanessa great... just earlier today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I think the lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. 
We're glad Good. to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Glad we could kind of talk about uh, vitality. Uh, well, what is the name of it? Care Vitality. Care, Care Vitality. vitality. Yes. I know and we're uh, running. We like have a running list of yeah. Oh, We've met a lot, of, uh, a lot of CEOs today, so yeah. it's pretty yeah. exciting. Well, well we, we wish you the very best. Thank you. Well, we've been in business right. since 2016. So oh, fantastic. We look forward to helping more patients. Right. And you're out of Boston, is it? No. no. We're national. We have an office okay. in Florida, but okay. right now I'm in Chicago relocating oh, right. to Florida. Chicago. I'm going back and oh, yeah. forth. Oh, yeah. So she, yeah. You know, I told you I went to a board meeting in Chicago with CVS Health a right, couple right. months ago, and she says, well, that's only the worst area of Chicago. Anglewood. Yeah. Can you believe oh, they put no. him in Anglewood? Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. And he, he can attest to it. So yeah. I bet. I bet. Well, they had armed guards escort us in and out. You just thought it was just for you. I thought, yeah, you know, we were just... We were just special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was at one of the largest, uh, the federal, federally qualified FGA health center, government. Sure, sure. Yep, yep. I think they're the largest in the country. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. They see, I believe, 15,000 patients a month. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Okay. Right, great. Thank well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, look who we've got here. Oh, he already knows. Yeah. Derry Bonner. Derry is, Derry does, Dr. Mark, what we need every physician to know how to do. And that's Medicare risk coding. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. That works. That yeah. works. Yes. Yeah. Very unique. Very unique. Yeah. Very unique. It's nice to meet you finally. I've heard Absolutely. you many times on the radio, Mark, in uh, your program. It's yeah, fantastic. Great. Thanks I for know listening. Larry yeah. very well. Yeah. Yeah. So when I sat down here, they told me to show Mark my badge, mm -hmm. and I was like, he won't be able to pronounce my name. <laughs> so thank you for filling yeah. in there, Larry. Oh, exactly. no problem. So tell us a little bit about what you do. I know that you actually train people to be certified coders right. as well. But talk a little bit about what you're doing. Well, um, what we do is, uh, you've heard a lot about data analysis and things like that. So we don't write yeah. programs and things like that. Right. But what we do is we look at systems within provider practices and see how they work so that the output is accurate. Gotcha. So it doesn't matter if you're under risk, if mm -hmm. you're under third-party revenue, it doesn't matter. All of those things count. So, um, and we do training. We educate yep. uh, coders and billers yep. into practices, mm -hmm. how to code. How long have you been training people to be certified uh, coders? Probably, really? You're going to ask me my yeah. age? That's, wow. No, I That's didn't ask you your age. That's a way to get to the age, age thing. Well, I said, how long have you been training people? So started when she was six. I've been, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so you play that I've been, game. Yeah. I've been training uh, since I started actually in checkout at an orthopedic doctor's office. Oh, wow. Um, for about 30 years. Yep. Oh, Excellent. well, I wasn't going to go there because you don't look like well, you're 30 Well, that's the thing. Years old. Is, see, nobody can see me on TV. <laughs> I know, so right? You just blew right. it for me. I know. I've <laughs> seen a lot of people filming today, though, that's i got to right. tell you. Yeah. That's it's right. not our normal yeah. studio. Yeah, this is they don't have to get me on Mark. film now that they yeah. know how old I am. Yeah. I mean, young I am. Dr. I mean, how seasoned I am. <laughs> Dr. Mark's getting used to this. We're probably going to have to do this again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we could probably. It worked. The time has definitely flown. It's amazing. But it's good. There's a lot of energy at this at this conference, and everybody's been so excited to be here. Very, very excited. How are you it, enjoying the conference? Fantastic yeah. conference. I How many times have you, you been to Flacco's? I think this is my third. Third year? Yes. Okay. My third right. year. And, uh, and and got introduced to it by you, Larry. Yeah. So yeah. thank you very much for that. Mm -hmm. um, the people that, I be, that I'm able to meet, it's it's yeah. amazing. No, I mean, it the, the talent level and the sharing yeah. of yeah. the so information. So if you could name yeah. one or yeah. two things, Derry, that you feel that this conference brings to health care. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, but. What would it be? Yeah, but, you but, do. But I'm put your yeah. own spot. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, you do. Come Didn't on. mean to. Uh, I, I think. Um, I think we talk about collaborative care all the time in mm -hmm. risk. Yep. When you're talking about process, and you're talking about what all of us do that are very different. All right. So you have mm -hmm. IT that collects data. You have providers. You have ACOs. Mm -hmm. You have right. IPAs. You have all these different elements. But 
all of us are sharing the information to try to make it better as a whole. Right. Process-wise, right. process. you know, and like you say, you're a coder. Everybody wants to talk to you. Yeah. But they, they don't know a lot of times exactly what you do from that perspective. And, and what they need. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're very open to need. discussing that with you. It doesn't matter what level of the wrong you're on or where you come from. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Really to help in that whole process. Well, Derry, we've enjoyed having you at the conference. Thank Glad you, you're Larry. here. And Good I to hope meet you. Come back and thanks for year. pronouncing my name right. Yeah. Sure. yeah I appreciate yeah. that. He's, right. a, he's had a couple of years to practice. Believe me, yeah. I don't know where she learned to write because her name doesn't spell like she pronounced it. Oh, there you go. There well, that's go. why I told that's you. It would struggle. It would pronounce Daria, but she pronounces it Derry. Okay, Mark, do you get the whole legal thing about your name versus what people actually yeah. oh, call yeah. you? Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. I have a I'm husband that everything's a nickname, so <laughs> had to go with it. It's free. You know how it works. Well, thanks for joining right. the show. Nice Take to care. meet you, Mark. You thanks, too. Mark. Dr. Mark, we've got Jen Tagliaferro. Perfect. Is you that good? Great. Yeah, you Jen did well. Jen's Man, he's going to have like this whole new talent I'm now. I know. You. These last names, well, that's you why do we're well. doing these cards. Yeah. <laughs> Jen's the VP of growth for a company called, is it Yoda Health? Coda. Oh, Coda Health. Okay. So he can Somebody pronounce can't it, just write. can't read it. Well, <laughs> does that look <laughs> like a C to you? Uh, yeah. so I'm not going to get anybody in no. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so Coda Health. Coda Health, So yeah. where are you out of? We, I, I'm actually out of New Hampshire. We're New based Hampshire. in oh, wow. um, Houston, but we are a, okay. a national company. So you live in New Hampshire? I do, oh, wow. yes. So it's starting to get cold up it's there? It's starting to get cold, yeah. and all the leaves are yeah. turned, so it's a favorite time What's of the year. What's the temperature now at night up there now? Um, at night, it sounded like the 30s, oh, wow. but during the day, it's up it to like the cold. 60s. Yeah. So it's a perfect time to visit yeah. if you love the foliage. Right. So. Well, a good time to come. <laughs> well, you're, you're our first yeah. New Hampshire visitor oh, on the show in nearly three years. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> so tell us about Coda Health. So at Coda Health, we do advanced care planning. So we try to make it easier okay. for patients. And now explain um, patients. to our audience, what is advanced care planning? Yeah, it's a great question because mm -hmm. everyone's probably heard of it but doesn't really That's know exactly right. what That's it right. means, right? Yep. So it's really about advanced directives and medical power of attorney. So okay. for pe people to be able to determine what kind of care they want at end of life. At end of life. Right. And okay. who they want yep. to speak for them if they're not able to speak for themselves. So, Dr. Mark, you know, that's so important today. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we have our, my students go and they do a community session for two weeks in their third year. And a lot of the organizations they work with focus on that. And they get back, it's something that young physicians aren't taught at all, as, as I'm sure, it's, you yeah. know, it's a very frustrating thing. Right. Yeah. But just having that exposure is, is, is yeah. tremendous. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Our um, One of our co-founders, Dr. Desh Mohan, is a hospitalist. And okay. he was seeing this in the hospital all the time, yeah. right? Like yeah. patients show yeah. up and wow. are... At end of life, and the family doesn't know what the patient wants, so and no one founded, can speak. So he founded the hospitalist, founded the company. He did Interesting. because he yeah. saw yeah. it in you know every day in his everyday life, and, and knew and that, that there's a better that, way. You know, I think advanced planning comes into transition of care too from these patients that end up in the hospital and then go home to basically in their life. Yeah, yeah. and and a Very lot of times they're bouncing back yep. and forth, and, and that may not be what yeah. they want, but they yeah. haven't really thought about it yeah. or have documented their wishes as yeah. to. Yeah what kind of care they want or where yeah. they want to be. Yeah. And so um, our goal is to make sure that it's, it's more proactive, that yeah. patients are having these conversations with their loved ones and really documenting you know, what's important to them, where do they want to be at yeah. the end of life, yeah. who do they want to speak yeah. for them, who do they trust to speak for so them. So are a lot of these patients on hospice? Or um, hopefully we get to them before before that so that oh, so they that they know that even exists right okay. So, yeah okay so yeah good so how do you how do you find your your clients so we generally partner with healthcare organizations right. and then 
um, through their care management team, through their physician offices. A lot of times physicians want to have these conversations, but they don't necessarily have the time or the, or the in comfort, a clinical setting, right? yeah. or they don't have the, uh, some of them may not have had the training to even know how to talk about these things, so mm -hmm. they tend to avoid it. Right. And so we partner with them where they the, the provider can easily refer them to us. Our team, they can either go through it independently on the platform or they can um, use the assistance okay. of our navigators okay. to help them through that process. Okay. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks for being our first New Hampshire visitor. And I don't think we've had anybody talk about advanced planning on the show either. No, pro on. probably not. Excellent. Probably not. Yeah. Well, great to meet you. Thanks so much Thank for you having me. Thank you for great. Thanks for having us at okay. the conference. Okay. Who, who have we got up next? Who have we got next? All right. I'm, I'm going to do this. It's Aram Kahudigian. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually really good. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> but See, I don't uh, think that's how you pronounce it. It's Adam Chodigan. So you got to get it and roll the R bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Dr. Mark, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah it's actually really good. good. Very good job. <laughs> how you doing? Welcome. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Is this your first time at the conference? This is my first time at the conference. Okay. Yes. Where are you sponsoring. from? I'm from Los Angeles, California. Oh, wow. Yep. Clear across the country. All the way across the country. Yeah. Long flight, but See, worth Flakos it. is yep. really starting to draw some Western yeah. people. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. been a great conference There's a couple so people here from, I think, one from San Francisco and one from San Diego. Yes, there is a couple people. Yeah, yeah. a couple yeah. people from yeah. California. Yeah. So how are you enjoying the conference so far? Enjoying it a lot. Yeah. It's our uh, first time sponsoring. Got a webinar. Uh, well, not a webinar. Okay. Actual presentation tomorrow at 830 about okay. uh, ED diversion. So okay. Very nice. We do big patient engagement topic. solutions. Yeah. Very big topic. So we do patient engagement solutions. Yeah. So what's um, the name of your company? Impulse Mobile. Impulse Mobile. Yep. So talk about ED diversion. How that's does it a work? Big How does topic. It work? Yeah. So we do we do patient engagement solutions basically, right? So that's through omni-channel two-way communication. So that'll be SMS, IVR, which is phone, uh, email, push notifications, all digital. And it's the best form of communication, going back and forth. It's easy. But it's People know it. Yeah. And they can respond in our solution. So right. all that information they're responding with, preferences, SDOH, equity issues, language preferences, whatever it is. It's all there. Feedback, and we're able to actually take that information and feed it to the plan, the provider. Yeah. And uh, we've been doing it for 13 years. And wow. in this example, you know, we do breast cancer screenings and we we all types of things. So breast cancer, yeah. any kind of preventive services, flu right. vaccinations, yeah. annual wellness visit. And what we're basically doing is uh, hooking patients, members, whatever yep. they are, educating them through photo novella streaming content, you know, educational yep. information, right. high yep. production quality, and then getting them to take an action in their care, right? Yep. Go to visit your doctor, providing right. them resources, a yep. phone number, even, you know, potentially linking to the okay. EHR yep. to schedule right then and there on a single platform. Okay. And well, you know, Aram, it's, yep. uh, it's documented that only 16% of people that actually go to the ER get admitted. Oh yeah. So, but yet that's probably not the case here in Orlando with some of our health systems. But how do we avoid people to start the cash register ringing at the ER level? Yeah, that's where it all starts. And that's what you're talking about. You're engaging before yeah. they get so yeah. engaged, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. this is something I'm going to talk about tomorrow. But okay. that stat, I have that stat actually. Okay. Eighty-six percent don't actually go on. Only, only, you know, that's right. fourteen, sixteen percent. Right. So right. it's yeah. really, and I always give this example. I'm going to mention it tomorrow. And the example of my mother-in-law, mm -hmm. she was going to the ER three, four times a year, mm -hmm. but she didn't know the difference between going to an ER versus an urgent care. Right. Or right. Or going waiting for a or primary, primary care, care. Please, you know. Yeah. 
And it starts right there. You can have the best uh, hospital, the best physician, whatever, but you need to understand and educate patients on these different things. And ED is a very serious issue because people go there, and especially physician burnout, there's a lack of physicians too, so it's overcrowded. So that's the main thing. Well, you know, Dr. Mark, the biggest problem in healthcare is every time you call a healthcare provider, it's as if this is an emergency, hang up and dial 911. That's the the biggest disservice to the healthcare industry. to yeah. your group, yeah. they can actually get an answer. Yeah, so I mean, take high utilizers, let's yeah. say, right, of right. a plan, yeah. educate them. We had one result where um, we decreased, uh, so in, in a four-month period with a large health plan, we decreased by 70% the wow. over-utilizer rate. So it was yeah. around 18,000. Yeah. We got it yeah. close to around 6,000 in yeah. that four-month control. Yeah. To, yeah. Well, Is that how you identify your clients through, like, medical systems that have, they'll say these are my high, or, or insurance companies? Yeah, so... Whatever the system is, it can be insurance providers, you know, um, anyone in kind of value-based care contracts that yeah, need right. to get these kind of initiatives done. So for ED, it's yeah. high utilizers usually, okay. right? Yeah. For breast cancer screenings, it's people that weren't compliant with breast right. cancer right. screenings right. previously. We, so that's who we really yeah. try to well, target. Well, you know, Aaron, prior to the pandemic, uh, we, we managed thousands of lives, Dr. Mark and I, under our value-based yeah. programs. And the number one reason for ER was low back pain. Now it's mental health. Mental right. health, that's something yes. I'm going to speak so about. So yeah, does your company that address that? Are you going right. to talk about that it's tomorrow? Just yeah. up, man. So I'm, I'm, just, up, man. I'm just firing up your presentation tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, social yeah. isolation is a really big one, yeah. actually. Yeah. Social isolation, mental health. Okay. Actually, two weeks ago, and I always like to bring my personal examples into yep. this. Someone from my family um, was having mental health issues. They're not able to, so they went to urgent care mm-hmm. a couple times, you know. They wanted to go and see a, a psychiatrist, you know, because but it wasn't working, right? Yeah, to wait it. 10 days to see a psychiatrist, that's yeah. a long Dangerous. time. Yeah. So they're yeah. forced to go to the ER. To the, or to the primary care doctor who isn't going to help them anyway. They can't right. even do anything. That's primary right. Care can't that's do right. Anything. That's so right. that's the main issue that we're having yeah. and we're seeing. So there's, there's a lot of things, but education really is the start of it. Yeah. And then we have a lot of behavioral health incorporated in our solutions. We have, again, social isolation, a lot of mental health programs that help walk through it, and, and yeah. that's important. You know? So I think your ER diversion program would be similar to a company that we're working with out of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. It's called Precise Health now. It used to be called Rose Health. Okay. okay. And what they do is they have a mental health app that does the work of trying to keep people out of the ER yeah. and divert them to a true mental health provider. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. that's a huge Is thing that right kinda, there. It's kind of what you guys do, too. Yeah, we just yeah, do it through kind of text messaging, but yeah. we'll, we'll feed them kind of to those resources as well. Um, another company, this is not for mental health necessarily, but uh, urgent care. They have 24-7 yeah. urgent care as an employer yeah. benefit. Yeah. So it's an additional okay. benefit. Within okay. seven minutes, you can talk to okay. an urgent care doctor. Yeah. Instead of, oh, maybe I should go to the ER, maybe I should do this. It's like, well, you have a It's going to divert. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Did so I really ask you where you were from, Aaron? Yeah. Where do you LA. live? Oh, L.A., Los that's Angeles, right. That's Armenia. right, L.A. You know? okay. So my parents are yeah. from Armenia. Oh, Armenia. Oh, Armenia. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming in. I and appreciate Good luck it. with the presentation tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Larry will be there. Yep. He'll take I will be there. I will be there. Team me up. You've been doing a great job. I'll ask him good questions. Yeah, please do. Okay. All right. Thank you both. Appreciate it. Dr. Mark, we've met so many people today, but we've got about five minutes left. And, you know, we're here at the 10th anniversary of Flacco's. Let's talk about a couple things that has changed in healthcare in the last 10 years. Absolutely. Let's do it. Obviously, the biggest one is telehealth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we've, we've heard talk about, about that for yeah, a minute. We, yeah, we've heard a, a, a lot about different technologies, and I think you can yep. kind of lump a number of those into into things but but telehealth you were you brought up uh, mental health just a moment yeah, ago yeah, yeah. and the use of uh, telehealth 
post-pandemic has gone up at a huge degree. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to figure out, again, sounds great, looks pretty good, yeah. but we're going to use data to back exactly. up to see exactly, exactly. what it should be used. And, and, and then the other one, and we're going to talk to Jim Bland and his partner again, Dr. Corvell. Corville. Yes, sir. You yeah. got it right. And, yeah, right. But, but, you know, value-based IQ, Dr. Marks, the other big one, yes. aside yes. from telehealth. Right. And right. that's kind of driven telemedicine. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But we've got Jim Bland back with us from uh, Seniors Home, Home Services. Services and Dr. Corville. Uh, again, we want to thank you guys so much for yes, sponsoring this, this show. We have never done a live two-hour broadcast. You guys have done well. It's been a little <laughs> grueling, but it's been fun. Yeah, yep. we, we might yeah. be, we might be able to stand up at the end of this. So I think next time yeah. I'm going to go with some type of massage chair. You know, I would think that might that might actually that yeah. might be the right. That idea. might help. Yeah, yeah, the folding chair may not. So, be as Jim good. or Dr. Corville, if you had a couple messages for our healthcare population here at Flacos, what would it be? You know, I think it's all about uh, telehealth, technology in the home. When we look at the silver tsunami that we're being faced with, yep. and we look at how much longer people are living. We look at the lack of practitioners we have. We look at the lack of specialists that are already working. The only thing that's going to bridge that gap are technologies that can be delivered in the home Mm -hmm. to help monitor and manage patients for physicians. And, you know, Dr. Mark, we've talked so many times on this show about moving health care from the hospital to the home. No, we I mean, spend hours talking about that on the radio. You know, you always yeah. get that uh, the story about your your grandfather, your grandmother, who said, "Well, you don't don't take me to the hospital because that's where people go to die." That's right. And you try, no, 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 yeah, <laughs> right. but you know, yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. Right. Doctor Corville, and, and do you have a keep message? People out of the hospital. I would say to my colleagues, continue to innovate. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, continue to innovate, but innovate for actionable metrics. We hear so many times with the noise in our space about. We have this product that we can deliver to a doctor, all of the different things that we can deliver to a provider. And as a provider, you know, I don't, you know, there are times when I want data and there are times when data is just too much. And I can't do anything with the data. It's not actionable. Right. No. So we really want to have good innovation that is actionable to the provider so that we're just not being fed a bunch of things that yeah. you can measure without, without doing anything, yeah. you know, reasonable with the data right, right so if we're going to develop products let's develop products that are going to work for yeah. the patient and the provider not just because we can develop something fancy Excellent. well you had said silver tsunami and yes. but we're going to have yeah. a an ai tsunami we are and yep. Yep. there's going to be That's all right. sorts of products out there and it is going to get kind of confusing yep. but you're right if, if you have a something that that is actionable right yep. then then we can talk yep. about it perhaps you know yep. again guys if you have if you have a patient if, so let's say back in 1975, if Jim and I lived in the same neighborhood, you might tell us really quickly, hey, you know, we might see each other on the street. And he goes, I have this problem, yada, yada. Yep. Now you're just going to text me the same problem. But until we change the mindset of the provider yep. and the decision made by that provider, the speed yep. of develop, the speed of delivery yep. of the information is not going to change the outcome. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Mark, we did it. We Good did job, it. We made guys. it. We, we made it two hours. We were going to leave Jim and uh, Dr. Corville out. They did give us water. We had and let water. let Pete take <laughs> us out. Yep. Pete? Good job, guys. Well, Thanks. we want to thank you so much, and it's certainly been a pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. All right. Good.
exclusive media partner of the Republican presidential debate, November 8th in Miami, AM 950, FM 94.9, WORL, Orlando. The answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Police activity is going on at a home where relatives of suspected gunman Robert Card live. Using a megaphone, police call. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.